deductibles weren't too terrible back then, so we all survived. It was it was a uh, tolerable situation, but a lot of a lot of things you had to jump through to get stuff done. Well, I swear to God, it was so amazing that two weeks after Obamacare got signed, we were waiting on payment on some claims. And where we would have normally got about $2,500 on average over 25 patients that we were waiting on, we got a check for $500. That didn't even cover our expenses. We were way, way negative. I mean, it didn't even pay for the therapist, not to mention the office manager, the electricity, the the taking care of the yard, and, and I did most of that work myself. And so there was some new company called American Specialty Health, and we called them up and said, what in the world is going on? Some of the claims, and I'll never forget this, one of them paid $2.37 for an hour in my office. And I called this lady up, and I said, what is going on? She said, well, we're the new middleman between you and the insurance company, and our job is to decide what gets paid and recommended. Basically, if they didn't screw over the doctor and the patient, that insurance company didn't need the middleman, and they weren't going to earn their money, so they had to do a pretty good job of screwing us over. Well, she tells me, she said, Dr. Krupa, you do seven different modalities each visit. I said, yes, ma'am, I do every one. It's legit. It's true. I said, I don't write anything down we don't do, and you're welcome to send in somebody anytime unannounced, and they can come check. But she said, we only pay $12.87 for each item you do, but we only pay for one item on a given day. She said if they'd have came in seven days in a row, we'd pay twelve eighty seven for each item over seven days. So basically twelve eighty seven times seven. I said, Do you realize we spend an hour with them? And she said, Well I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. And I said, Some of these claims are two dollars and thirty seven cents. It's not even the twelve. And she said, well, that's because we took this out or we didn't think this was right. And the prices that you have in a doctor's office, they come right out of a book. You don't get to make up your own prices. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
everybody. How y'all doing? This is Health Talk with Hash. And, uh, man, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Just to let you know, and if you're listening to this live or whatever, but there'll be another show that'll be posted on American Voice Radio that's um, entitled When and How the Eugenics Program Came Out of the Closet. And it's something that you have to listen to because, unfortunately, it's very real. It's very scary. And it's been implemented. Something that you need to take notice of. Anyway, just just to give you a thought, did you know that one in three American men will get prostate cancer during their lifetime? Seriously. And one in six who do get prostate cancer will die of it. Okay, prostate cancer is the second most deadly cancer for men in America. It is also the leading cause of cancer-related death in men over 75. So it's not too surprising if you're concerned to find out if you're at risk of getting prostate cancer. So an enlarged or an inflamed prostate, which is common in men over 50, could be a precursor to prostate cancer. But I'm pretty sure that you don't only want to know if you're at risk. You want to know what you can do to stop it from happening. So I'll try to explain why you will not reduce the level of your risk by visiting your doctor or taking other prescription drugs that he might prescribe for your prostate. Now, several years ago, uh, I had, and why well, I can't remember my age. I, I don't know if I was in my, no, I was in my seventies and early seventies. And, uh, I had, and, enlarged prostate and I took Flomax and whatever, but <clears throat> I had a really clean diet. It was basically a vegan diet and I didn't understand why I had an enlarged prostate, but then I figured it all came with the territory, you know, but I only fortunately took Flomax for about two weeks and then everything went back to normal. But you might wonder why it is that so many doctors prescribe these insane drugs when there's far more effective alternatives that I didn't know back then that gives no problems whatsoever. <clears throat> so there's kind of a couple answers to this. And the first one is that the American medical system is big business. I mean, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm cynical, but the pharma pharmaceutical industry has got an incredible racket going. Instead of curing you, they make sure that you stay sick 
and even get sicker. And all the while that you're paying them to do so, some of that money will flow back into your doctor's pockets. So if you want to understand, all you need to do is follow the money. So the doctors in the pharmaceutical industry, they benefit extremely well when your disease gets worse. And then you have to spend more money on more drugs and then eventually on invasive treatments. So you got to understand that the pharmaceutical industry is calling all the shots. They're the ones that decide what it is that the doctor should study in order to qualify as a doctor because they're the ones that are financing the curriculum for the doctors in medical school. And once the doctors are qualified, guess where their main source of information on new research comes from? Absolutely right, the pharmaceutical industry. <clears throat> well, some of the treatments for prostate cancer are kind of barbaric, you know? And you might want to do a little bit of research and maybe you'll find out that certain nutritional and natural and holistic methods might work. But you have to understand that men like effortless, you know, almost as much as we like free, but the fact remains that there's very little in life that's worthwhile in either effortless or free. So if you're genuinely concerned about remaining healthy and living longer, especially if you're over 50, and if you're willing to make some effort you got to pay attention. The doctors are kept in line by the medical establishment because if they don't sing the songs from the establishment song sheet, then they're at risk of losing their medical licenses and their livelihood. So they keep promoting prescription drugs and invasive treatments even if they suspect that could be a better way. And worse yet, in two major multi-year multi studies, the drugs that were prescribed for prostate issues were found to increase the incidence of aggressive prostate cancer, which is the worst of the worst. Now, prostate drugs have some unpleasant side effects like headaches and stomach aches and floppy muscles and a decreased libido or even erectile dysfunction. And unfortunately, the biggest of this situation is the drug called Flomax. And it's one of the most, most widely prescribed drugs for the prostate. So if you really want to better your chances of avoiding prostate cancer and restoring your prostate health, you really got to know about some of the side effects 
of Flomax. Now, like I said, when I had an enlarged prostate, which never developed into cancer, because my diet has been vegan since 1990 or whenever it was, I only took Flomax for like a week or two and everything was back to normal. But if you're on a flesh-based diet with all those chemicals and all those additives and all those growth hormones, oh man, you have no idea what's coming your way. So some of the common side effects that you need to know of Flomax and some are less severe and some are more severe. So let me give you some of the less severe side side effects, and then I'll give you the ones that <laughs> you really got to be careful about. <clears throat> okay, so the less severe is a backache or diarrhea or feeling dizzy or feeling a little weak or some head pain or some stuffy nose, or you could have a problem whacking off, or you might have no desire to have sex, or you may have a problem with your teeth, or you may have a little chest pain, you might have trouble sleeping, you might find yourself coughing a little bit, you might be really drowsy, you could feel like throwing up. You might develop an infection. You might get this feeling in your head of, you know, like you're spinning or something, or you could have sinus irritation and congestion and throat irritation. Now, bear in mind that this is less severe. You could have low blood pressure. Your blood pressure could drop just from standing up. You could have dry mouth, you could have heart throbbing, itching, nosebleeds, problems with your eyesight, you could throw up, you could have trouble breathing. Those are the less severe. Now, the ones you got to watch out for, you could have blurred vision, abnormal heart rhythm, arterial fibrillation. You could have a very, very painful erection. Seriously, you could feel faint. You could have huge hives on your body. Um, you could have rashes on your body. I mean, it's it, it's just, it's like it, it never friggin' ends. This is what the problem is. When you have <clears throat> drugs, synthetic drugs in your body. So the best thing to do is keep your diet as clean as possible. That's what I would do. And when you cook, the one thing you need to stay away from under all conditions is cottonseed oil. Now, understand that cottonseed oil is taken from the cotton plant. Okay. It's a very popular vegetable oil, and it comes from the cottonseed. After soy, after corn, 
after rapeseed, which is canola, cotton is the fourth genetically modified crop made into an oil. And in this country, it's very commonly used, and it's very it's a very popular component in prepackaged foods. <clears throat> it's totally inexpensive. It's got a really long shelf life than most cooking oils. And it's used as a salad oil. It's used in mayonnaise, used in salad dressings. But there are problems of using cottonseed oil. And although it's a popular alternative for cooking, because it doesn't turn rancid due to its long shelf life, it's got some drawbacks. It's mildly inflammatory, and it has some components that could prove harmful to your health. Now, according to a lot of nutritionists, the cottonseed contains some natural toxins. And one of those naturally occurring toxins is called gossipol. And gossipol is produced in the seeds, and it helps the plant against the infestation of insects. Well, you don't have insects in your body. And it's used, get this, it's used as a component in male contraceptives in China. And what it does, it causes these reactions in men who suffer deficiency of potassium. So gossipol decreases the motility of the sperms and interferes with the growth of the sperm. And what it does is it, it becomes a detriment to your fertility. So the presence of gossipol in the body tends to interfere with the metabolism of potassium and can become a very distinct factor for paralysis among men that have a low intake of potassium in their diet. So most commercial manufacturers of the oil process it in such a way that they hope that the gospel content is removed from the final product. But there is still a risk that remains. Even so, they think they got rid of it because it's still there. Another danger is that it's very high in saturated fat. It contains very low levels of monosaturated fat and heart-healthy omega-3s. So the, the saturated fat tends to increase the levels of the LDL or the bad cholesterol in the body. And the continuous use of cottonseed oil can lead to cardiovascular disease. It could block the artery, which is atherosclerosis, could give you a heart attack, I mean, it, it, it never ends with this stuff. It also contains more than 50% of omega-6 fatty acids, which can lead to the deficiency of the omega-3 essential fatty acids. And then the oil undergoes the process 
the hydrogenation, which creates the trans fats, which can raise the levels of the serum cholesterol. And since there's the similarity in the molecular structures of the composition of cottonseed and peanut oil, people who are allergic to gluten or peanuts also suffer the same allergic reaction after consuming cottonseed oil. They get rashes, they get itching, they get burning sensation, they get swelling of the joint, and this can be triggered due to the allergy. And in some cases, people experience breathlessness, scratchy throats, and heaviness in the chest. So in order to extract the oil from cottonseed, the seeds have to be genetically modified. So the cotton plants are crossbred with super weeds that are a wild species of weeds. And the crossbreed of the cotton plants is resistant to the infestation of the weevils and the other insects. Then the plants also require dangerous herbicides that can be hazardous for human consumption. And the herbicides reverse the effect of the antibiotics and make diseases like tuberculosis and sexually transmitted diseases, including gonorrhea, difficult to treat. So since cotton is not a food crop, they are sprayed with so many harmful pesticides to protect the crop. And the pesticides are composed of harmful toxins, including cyanide. Seriously, and everything else that's put in it is carcinogenic in nature. So what happens is the pesticides seep into the cotton seeds, and when the oil is extracted from the seeds, the the amounts of toxins get mixed in. So after you use the oil for consumption, it triggers the development of cancerous cells and it makes you more prone to different types of cancers. So if anything, and now and now, what's happened, as you know, we got screwed. The Dark Act passed. Remember Obama was running for office the first time, and he said, if I'm elected, I will push for the labeling of genetically modified crops. Yeah, <laughs> cute. That's what got him elected. Then, in order to win the second time, he gave amnesty to all the illegal aliens, and he gave them the permission to vote. <laughs> you got to love this guy. So now he's just signed the Dark Act, which basically means no state has the right to label GMOs. It's now a federal thing. And all the government agencies are comprised of former Monsanto employees. So if you want to know if something is genetically modified, there will be a barcode on the label. But you got to have a smartphone in order to find out what the label says, because you won't be able to read it. In other words, Instead of saying 
contains genetically modified ingredients, which would be perfect, they're going to use a barcode that you have to use a machine to read. Why? Because Monsanto does not give a shit about your health, man. They want your money. So, you got to read labels. If it says soy, corn, cottonseed, canola, give or a miss. If it says organic soy, organic corn, that's good. Cottonseed oil and canola oil can never, ever, ever be organic because they are synthetic and they're fabricated. I hope you know that. So I was talking about the Senate approving the the mock GMO labeling bill. Well, basically, it's nothing more than a watered-down labeling bill, which was constructed by the biotech industry. And basically, it's going to undermine the existing labeling legislations at the state level, like I said. So what's going to happen is the bill is going to require the food manufacturers to use one of three types of labels to alert us to the presence of GMOs in the food. And the three labels include a written statement on the package, a link to a website, or a phone number, or a quick response, a QR code that's scanned by a smartphone. So these labeling options are one of the main aspects of the bill that those who oppose that find unacceptable because the use of the QR code limits the access to the ingredient information to those who own smartphones. And that's exactly the reason why it's included in the bill. So the opponents to the bill were arguing that only clear text labels are appropriate and that the other labeling options are only included to make it difficult for the consumer to gain information. <clears throat> so basically this bill that Obama, the Dark Act that Obama just signed and just passed effectively undermines the GMO labeling laws that have been passed in the states like Vermont and a lot of municipalities that were pushing for clear text labeling on the products containing GMOs. Another issue with the bill is that it leaves loopholes for certain foods to escape being labeled as containing GMOs. So there was an article in the New York Times where they basically said that proponents of labeling insisted that nothing short of text on the packages would do. And even Bernie Sanders from Vermont uh, raised concerns over the definition in the bill for determining which foods will require labels. But the point is Bernie Sanders is such a loser. Here's a guy, he hated Hillary Clinton, 
And then when she beat him, he supported Hillary Clinton. The only reason he supported Hillary Clinton is because he's got that big D on his forehead, and she's got a big D on her forehead, and you can't go any other way. Otherwise, you would not be a Democrat. <laughs> so anyway, so under the wording of the bill, a lot of foods containing GMOs are going to be exempted from labeling, like Foods containing oils from genetically modified soybeans, they don't require labeling. So no one knows exactly what foods the labeling bill will cover, which adds to the confusion and increases the skepticism regarding its effectiveness. But one thing is very clear. The passing of the bill is a major victory for the genetically modified food industry which actually spent about $100 million to oppose GMO labeling, but which also managed to have the labeling bill manipulated in its favor. And the bill is so watered down that in GMO industry favorable that it's been dubbed an anti-labeling bill. And there's no penalties, no fines for noncompliance, which means that this legislation not only favors the GMO industry, but it ain't got no teeth whatsoever to begin with. Seriously, basically the bill is a fraud because it doesn't require any sort of labeling that's readable by human beings and it would destroy the only existing labeling law, the Vermont law that requires real honest labeling. So it's becoming very obvious that the government and its regulatory agencies, which are comprised of former Monsanto employees, cannot be trusted to protect the public. So the vast majority, more than 90% of Americans say they want GMO labeling, but the government an answer in reply to that says, screw you. So the best approach to protecting you and your family against GMO consumption is basically to buy local organic and to grow as much as you can that's organic. And if you're living in a city, it's kind of rough. So if it doesn't say certified organic, well, then you got to wash it and rinse it and do the best you can. You know what I mean? And this is the problem that we're up against. You see, my favorite expression is, in God we trust, all others pay cash. And when you have the people, 90% of the people want to know what they're eating, and you got the biotech industry that puts all their employees in government agencies, they say, nah, who cares what the people want? We'll just, you know, put them in a corral and herd them up. And <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous, it's laughable. So there was this ruling by the International Agency for Research on Cancer that classified Roundup, that's the glyphosate and Roundup, as a probable carcinogen, and that has made amazing media attention. 
But a lot of people, they don't get it. They don't understand what that means. You, you know what I mean? So what happened was there was this senior Iraq scientist that said it means that the world's top experts on the subject reviewed all the resisting research into links between glyphosate and cancer before reaching the conclusion that it could be carcinogenic. But the only experts that were not involved in the review were those that had financial conflicts of interest. And they concluded, yes. Now, why would they say probably carcinogenic? Because there haven't been any long-term studies, but they know it's bad for you. And this is the whole point that the biotech industry likes to throw at you. Well, there's never been studies to prove. How can they prove it? What if, what if you're eating stuff that's loaded with glyphosate? And then five, six years down the road, you get cancer. How can you attribute that to the glyphosate? You can't. And they know that. This is what's the whole sick thing. And even though there's these studies that show a stronger link in other links than others, the overall body of research was clear enough for a picture to come out. And there is this large body of evidence from experiments that were conducted on lab animals exposed to glyphosate that developed tumors that were so huge. And it's amazing. And then there is evidence from the lab studies that proves that glyphosate causes DNA damage, which can lead the cancer, but glyphosate is one of the top selling herbicides in the world. And its popularity has been driven by the adoption of genetically modified crops that are engineered to resist it. And this is where we're going. This is what we're at, what's happening to us. It's all about money. And about a year ago, the, the Food and Ag Organization and the World Health Organization they they got together and they ruled that glyphosate exposure to food is not dangerous. And then they wanted to know, well, how can you say this? Because Iraq is a part of the WHO, the World Health Organization. And they just, <laughs> so when they asked why glyphosate has not been banned, the guy from Iraq said that their mission is only to evaluate. That give me a break, you. So you make an evaluation that it might cause cancer, but you won't ban it. But of course they can't because they got no authority to regulate chemical use or its exposure. Only the government can take that action, and the government is all comprised of former biotech. I mean, it's, you've got the Environmental Pollution Agency. They're in the middle of doing the deciding whether to renew the glyphosate license for U.S. use. And the process is not due to be completed until sometime next year. But then a couple of months ago, this controversy came up when the EPA res released results of its assessment concluding 
that glyphosate does not cause cancer. Well, why would the EPA do that? Because they got former Monsanto employees that are running it. But then after they said that, they pulled the document from its website saying the assessment had not yet been completed and that, that they pub it was published by accident. <laughs> then all they're doing is relying on data from Monsanto to assess the safety. Then, then recently there was a coalition of independent scientists that met privately with the EPA officials that urged them to ban glyphosate outright. And the experts said, hey, this stuff is a carcinogen. And it has links to autism and Alzheimer's and birth defects and gluten intolerance and obesity and all kinds of stuff. And it wreaks havoc on the wildlife, destroys the soy health, soil health and contributes to antibiotic resistance. You know what? They could care less. So you gotta do what you gotta do. You can't rely on the government agencies. You can't rely on the government. You can't trust anybody that is being paid off by these dicks. It's like, oh my God, what do you do? Monsanto never quits. They, they just want money. They don't care how many people live. They don't care how many people die. They don't care. They just want your money. So if you don't take responsibility for you, okay, it's on you, man. It ain't on me. Look, we know that throughout the years, the GMO crops have been the biggest controversy going on. And while those that push it say all the GMOs are safe and then we need them to feed the population and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, what about the people that say it's no good? They don't care. They don't care. They say, well, GMOs can help the farmer economically because right now they don't see the significant increase in the yield that's promised, but that'll be coming down the road. I mean, are you, are you kidding me? You got the biotech seed companies. You got Monsanto, you got Bayer, you got Syngenta. Year after year, they tell us that their genetically modified technologies are necessary to keep up with population growth. But every time they say that, their noses get bigger and bigger and bigger. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. There was a report that admitted that found that genetically modified food does not increase the yields of staple crops like soybeans, cotton, and maize. And they even give rise to the superfoods. And even though the pest-resistant genetically modified crops have helped the farmers reduce crop losses, there's no evidence found that the use of GMOs improves farm yields. 
So there was this PhD guy, a senior scientist with Consumers Union, who came out and said, his name is Michael Hansen, he said, despite the industry claims, these crops are clearly not the answer to world hunger. It's equally clear that consumers deserve, deserve an informed choice about the products on the marketplace. So the, the study committee said that it could be plausible that new emerging GMO crops could increase yields, but it's not certain. So going forward, the board recommended that even the future GMO technologies can help increase crop yields, investing in different approaches, not just genetic engineering, would be more important to see maximum improvements in the yields of crops. So the the issues like soil fertility and pest management and market development and storage, they all need to be addressed to improve crop productivity. You understand? So while the study has crapped out the myth and the general belief that we need GMO foods to feed the world, the statement that GMO crops are safe for human consumption in the environment still favors the big ag companies. And then you got this group, Food and Water Watch. They accuse many of the study committee members of having worked with Monsanto or other biotech companies with an interest in the GMO industry. So how can you, how can you trust their reviews? I, I, see, you see what we're up against? It's, it's, it's no longer a government up for and by the people. It's, it's, it's not. You, you, you got to take responsibility for you. You can't rely on these dicks. You, you, you got to read. You got to be careful. You should have a clean diet. You got a convoluted switchback road for a digestive tract. So when you eat a rubber tire, it just stays in there for up to a week. So if you got this stuff sitting in your intestines for up to a week, where do all the poisons go? The growth hormones, the food colorings, the food, the shelf life enhancers, the color enhancers, the stink reducers. Where does it all go? If it's sitting in your body for a week, it goes into your body. It goes into your bloodstream. It goes into your organs. And you wonder why you got some problems? You're the problem of your problems. Okay. Can we talk a little bit? Can we change the subject a little bit from GMOs to sweeteners? Okay. Sugar blues. <laughs> We know that sugar causes a problem. Yet, why do we still eat amazing amounts of it? The average American consumes three pounds of sweet white poison 
a week. And why? Sugar is addictive. You do a brain scan and you find it's just as addictive as drugs like cocaine. So people are trying to find a healthier venue, a healthier sugar, maybe looking for more natural sugar options. Maybe you've seen them yourself. So what are the natural options and are they better for you than refined white sugar? So let's put it into perspective. With regard to refined white sugar, and you probably know this, but it can't hurt to repeat it, it's completely stripped of all natural value and provides only empty calories. More than 65% of the white sugar available commercially is made from genetically modified sugar beets. That's it, white sugar, GMO. So you got to stay away from that. Then we go to brown sugar. Okay, what is brown sugar? Brown sugar is white sugar, GMO, white sugar, with a little bit of molasses added to it to give it a darker color and add more flavor. So brown sugar is just as bad as white sugar. Okay. Then you got evaporated cane juice. Okay, now this is made from the sugar cane as opposed to the sugar beets. And it's slightly less refined than white sugar, so it retains more color, more flavor, and nutrients from the sugar cane. But the only difference between commercial evaporated cane juice and white sugar is that the evaporated goes through one less step of refinement. So even though it says evaporated, it's a little bit better, but it ain't that much better. Then you got raw organic cane sugar. Okay, so that stuff is less processed than refined white sugar, but still contains some of the original nutrients present in the cane juice, which includes amino acids, minerals, vitamins, some antioxidants. And because it's organic, you're not going to be exposed to the pesticides that are present in commercially grown sugar. So while obviously a better choice than refined white sugar, you still have to remember that it's still sugar and you should consume it in minimal amounts. Now we got coconut sugar. Now coconut sugar is harvested from the sap of the coconut plant through a very natural process of extracting the juice and then allowing the water to evaporate. Process-wise, it's one of the most sustainable methods of sugar production, and the product also contains a small amount of fiber and other nutrients. So the coconut contains a lower percentage of fructose than the other sugars, which makes it slightly healthier than the other options. So other than the different types of sugars that we talked about, there is one sugar that in raw form contains 
a highly concentrated dose of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that help nourish and revitalize your body. So what would that be, he says with a straight face? What, what could that be? How about honey? Honey naturally contains nutrients and enzymes that have a variety of health benefits and medical uses. That's why it's, it's used as a, a, a remedy throughout history. And today it's a very popular food. It's used in hospitals. It's used as a medical treatment for wounds. But these benefits are specific to unpasteurized honey. Now, what happens is the manufacturers will process most of the honey that you find in the grocery stores by heating to help improve the color and the texture. But heating the honey, even though it helps improve the color and the texture, removes any unwanted crystallization. But the beneficial antioxidants and the bacteria are destroyed in the process. So if you're interested in trying raw honey, buy it from a local producer. But in the meantime, let me give you some of the health benefits that raw honey has to offer. Okay, number one, raw honey contains antioxidants. And some types of honey have as many antioxidants as fruits and vegetables, and the antioxidants help to protect your body from cell damage due to free radicals. The free radicals contribute to the aging process, and they will contribute to the development of chronic diseases like cancer and heart disease. So the polyphenols in honey will play a role in preventing heart disease. Now, raw honey will kill and can kill the unwanted bacteria and fungus because it naturally contains hydrogen peroxide, which is an antiseptic. And there are hospitals in Europe that have used Manuka honey to fight staph infections because the honey becomes resistant because the staph infections um, get a, they, they, how do, how do we say this? Um, the type of honey, the type of honey affects the effectiveness as an antibacterial or antifungal agent. And the type that you buy is very important. That's why you have to buy it from a local honey guy who doesn't cook it. Now, the Manuka honey is also used to treat wounds because it's an effective germ killer. And the researchers believe it's because it has additional antibacterial properties besides the natural hydrogen peroxide. Also, the Manuka honey can boost healing time and reduce infections and wounds. But you have to understand that the honey used in the hospital 
is medical grade, which means it's safe and it's sterile. So you shouldn't expect to treat injuries with the honey you buy from the grocery store. Now, the phytonutrients are compounds that are found in plants that help protect the plant from harm. And I mean, basically they keep the insects away and they shield the plant from the UV radiation. So the phytonutrients provide the antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefits which help you maintain good health. And because honey is made from plants, it has the phytonutrients. And they're unique to raw honey, but they disappear when the honey is heavily processed. Now you gotta understand that honey is used to treat digestive issues like diarrhea although there aren't a lot of tests to show that it works really good, but it's been proven as an effective for uh, certain bacteria which cause peptic ulcers, which occur in the stomach or the digestive system. So if you take one to two teaspoons on an empty stomach, it kind of soothes the pain and it helps with the healing process. Now, if you have a cold, I remember I was a little kid growing up. Every time I got a cold, my mother would take some raw honey and squeeze in some lemon. And she would give me spoonfuls of honey and lemon. And it became like a sore throat remedy. And it also worked as a cough suppressant. But you got to make sure that you get a good honey, not one that's processed, not one that's cooked to death, not not one, you know, the raw, the rawer, the better, he says with a straight face. So just another comment about sugar. With all the reputable research being done, not only on the negative side, but on its addictive benefits, it's 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 weird that that sugar is not more heavily re- regulated or banned. No different than marijuana in different states or on a federal level. Do you understand? The, you know, so there, there's all kinds of problems. And it all, it all equates to money. Now, I have my, my daughter married the son of a friend of mine who lives on the Big Island in Hawaii. He's got a 20-acre farm. And my daughter's husband, the son of this guy, has honeybees and makes raw honey. And he also makes a honey called Lilikoi. Oh my God, I tasted it. I was visiting them this this past weekend and I tasted this Lilikoi honey and it's made, it, the way it's made, it takes forever. And I, I asked, I said, can you send me some? He says, yeah, I will. I said, I don't need too much, maybe a half a gallon. No, I'm sure I was kidding. I have never in my life tasted anything so good because what he does when he processes the honey 
the honey is still left in the tubs. So then he takes the hose, which is well water, and he flushes out the tub. But then he takes the combination of the honey with the water, and he he just puts that with Lilikoi and puts them in. But I'm telling you, I have never in my life tasted anything that was so good. So for me, I I try to do my best to eat raw honey or maple syrup unprocessed. Sometimes I'll have to I'll break down and I'll have a chocolate chip cookie. But for me, if it says, you know, plain sugar, no, no, I can't. I, I, I can't do that. Plain sugar is genetically modified. It comes from the sugar beets. Of course, they won't tell you that. Now they don't have to label it such. So anytime you go somewhere and it says sugar, it's genetically modified. And this is what we're up against. This is this is the world that we're living in. We no longer have a government of, for, and by the people. We elect politicians. Well, we elect people who become politicians, who become hookers for the people that support their campaigns, and give them money. Why would this genetically modified labeling bill lose in the Senate at a vote of 65 to 30? Because all these people are tied in with the agriculture industry. The agriculture industry only cares about how many crops they can produce. Because the more crops they can produce, the more money they can make. And if they use GMOs rather than doing it organic, they don't have to work as hard. Do you understand? They don't have to work as hard. All they have to do is spray the freaking crops with drugs. That's it. Nothing else. This is, this, is, this is what we are up against. So all I'm trying to do is, is give you guys information. What you do with it is out of my control. But I would hope that you would see an importance to you having a longer lifespan. And in that longer lifespan, being healthy. I'll tell you a funny story. Okay, I'm 77 years old and I don't look it. So I'm going to visit my daughter and I'm leaving Honolulu and I have to get on a plane on Hawaiian Airlines to go to the Big Island. And there's a local girl at TSA who's at the check-in. And they have a rule. If you're over 70, you don't have to take your shoes off. But I don't wear shoes anyway. I wear slippers, right? The, the, the flip-flop. So as I'm walking there, one guy says to me, you're wearing your shoes. You have to take your shoes off. I said, I'm 77. And this little girl that's there looks at me, 
she says, how old? I said, I'm 77. And she looks at me and she says, are you shitting me? And I cracked up. And then she kind of put her hand on her mouth because she's a TSA agent, you know what I mean? But this is, I, I am nothing special. I am no exception to the rule. I just made a choice a long time ago to go plant-based and eat as much organic as I can and not overeat. And in the last year, due to overeating and everything, when I weighed 198 pounds, I decided it was time for a change. And now I'm about 183, 184. So I went down 14 pounds and I am healthy and I am active and I am athletic and I do whatever it takes to stay that way because I don't want to have to be subjected to doctors and pharmaceuticals and hospitals. I just want to live my life peacefully and stay under the radar and that is the best way. The best thing is to be in the world but not of the world. Do what you gotta do but don't give a crap about whatever else is going on. Anyway, George Harrison is doing this thing. I think time is running out on me. And I, I could go on for hours, but then Frank will get really ticked off with me. And he'll say, what are you doing? You're man over. Yeah, yeah. Goes on and on and on. So we'll let George Harrison take us out. And uh, God willing, I'll catch you all next week. Aloha. religious and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere 
with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2016, about eight minutes after noon Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we are live. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. Uh, But if you don't want to call in, you can also just go to the chat room, which is located at theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Right now, folks, if you have not already signed up, okay, created an account, uh, as it is right this second, you're going to have to follow the instructions on the website and send me an email, you know, with what you want your name to be, uh, you know, all that stuff, and then I'll enter you. And the reason why that the automatic thing has been disabled is because um, our server was getting about 800 account creations a day. All spam, okay? All spam, and there's ways I can, uh, you know, throw some things on there to kind of relieve a lot of that, but it's going to take, 
you know, it's going to take me some time to put it on there. And uh, in the interim, I just disabled that function. Now, I can add you, and you can contact me through email. The instructions have been on the website there because, hey, even when it was automatic, you know, some people had trouble, and if you had trouble, you could contact me, and I would add you. All right? Well, now you have to do that because, you know, even in a couple of days that it might take me to fix this, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, babysit a, a chat room creation account thing. You know, just spend my whole day deleting names. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to shut it off and uh, you can just follow the instructions if you're not already signed up. Now, this doesn't affect you if you're already, you know, if you've already created an account, this does not affect you. Okay. All right, so there's that. Um, should be, you know, should be fixed in a few days, but I right now, it, it, it I've got quite a bit on my, uh, on my table here for other things that I've agreed to do. And uh, I need to get to that first. This is not really a... Uh, a priority right this second because you know you can still just send me an email the instructions are there okay so I gave you the website the American voice dot com or American voice radio dot com by the way everything you need to know about the network is there all right looks like somebody got an early start on things and called in go ahead caller this is Al isn't it Yes, it is. Once again, Franklin forgets his medicine. You know, I like the I, I like you calling better anyway. Well, that then way, that's what we'll do from now on. You know, okay, so one, no le one less thing I got to remember. One less thing for you to mess with. Okay. <laughs> okay. What can I say? Well, nobody got shot in Cleveland yesterday, but there's always three more days. Hey, day ain't over yet. That's right. You know. <laughs> And now they're making a big uh, deal about Mrs. Trump's speech, saying she ripped it off from uh, Michelle, and who cares? A big deal. She stole it from somebody else. None of these people come up with their own stuff. Were you kidding me? Of course not. Of course not. Of course so not. So what are we supposed to say? Oh, well, uh, he stole uh, it. Oh, oh, he geez, stole it. 300 years from today, nobody's going to care or remember. Well, Frank, and what do you they? mean? Who can steal a speech that somebody else wrote in the first place? Well, you can plagiarize it, I suppose. No, you can't. Not if you didn't write it. Well, if you plagiarize it, you no, took listen. somebody else's stuff, though, didn't you, Frank, is what I'm trying to listen, say. They all, they all do all the time because, listen, Obama, Michelle, Trump. Well, I don't know about Trump. See, sometimes I think he's up there just winging it. I don't think he even I has think he a is speech. Too. I don't think he I don't think he steals anybody's stuff not listening to the way well, he talks. I, I think he tries to read speech now and again, but for the most part, I think he's up there just he saying... He doesn't use a teleprompter uh, like Barry, that's for there, sure. I think he has notes and he just goes for it, you know? And But everybody else reads a speech. But you know what? They don't write their own speeches... Nobody writes their own speeches. So, how, okay, so you can't blame even Michelle or Obama for stealing anything from somebody else because they didn't write it in the first place. So, somebody, well, what are you going to okay, do? I mean, so Frank, this is all writer. distraction, Frank. It's their, all distraction. Their speechwriter stole it. Yeah. What else? And who knows? cares anyway? She's just going to be the first lady. 
This this yeah. whole thing about the first lady's got anything to say that we should care about in the first place ought to be over with after uh, Michelle. I mean, you know, after okay, look how how good is this working out? Hillary Clinton, yeah. then we got Michelle Obama. You know what? I think we should have enough of uh, you know first ladies talking. It's like you know what? Be happy you get to live in the White House. Keep your mouth shut, yeah. and and nobody cares what you have to say. Yeah, you, and forget about your thing for the kids. Let the kids eat what they want for lunch. It's none of your business. Hey, these women were not elected. Is my point? Absolutely. Who you know? are they to tell what you can eat and what you can't eat and all this other garbage? Or anything. Who cares what they have to think about anything? Who cares? We didn't elect you. You know, just go back and knit or something. Or or go get a, <laughs> go get a job. You know, go get another yeah. job if you're bored being mm-hmm. first lady. But, uh, you know, because you should be bored because you really don't have a job. Okay, That's honey. Right. Okay, honey, you sit there and you look pretty. Well, you know what, honey? You can sit there and watch the idiot box 14 hours or 28 hours a day. How about that? Or 72 hours a day. Yeah. Sit there and sit there and look pretty. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If it's a choice between having Mrs. Trump as first lady and Hitlery, I think I'll take the la- the former instead of the latter. Yeah. Well, you know, I think yeah, well, Okay, try to find That's somebody. all I can tell you, Frank. I don't want to see Miss Ugly Face in there. Try to, try to pick anybody in the world that would be worse, okay? I mean, I watched again, and I had to watch it a couple more times, watching, uh, what's his name, Trey Gowding uh, 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 cross-examining Hitlery. Or no, not Hitlery, the, uh, what's her name, Loretta Lynch mob. And the fact that he pointed out that she broke the rules and blah, blah, blah. Who's the one who said something about... Uh, um, not being uh, what's his name unintentional, no intent. Was that was that Loretta Lynch? Oh, that was no, the that other was guy. Call me. Oh, call me. Yeah. Yep. How could that guy even make a statement like that, Frank? Well, he just lies. Made made it well, up. Well, I mean, the Gowdy should have just come up and said, "Hey, guess what? I just outlined three or four different uh, what did you say, penal codes or or or, or uh, you know, felonies." No. Well, yeah. And misdemeanors. Misdemeanors, felonies, penal code. Like you said, the penal code and the criminal code are not the same thing. You would think the word penal does mean criminal, though, Frank. Wouldn't you think so? Well, look, a crime generally, the difference, a crime generally does have to have intent. Okay? Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, not anymore. Now they're, we consider them crimes. I mean, you consider misdemeanor a crime, right? Yeah. Even though it's not a felony, it's still a crime. I mean, everybody yeah. thinks of it as a crime. But the thing yeah. is, you know, uh, a lot of stuff does not have intent. Because anytime you've got a statute that deals with negligence, listen, you're in a you're in a big-time job, Al. We're paying you lots of money, right? And we expect yeah. you to do this job. And if you're going to be negligent, you're going to jail. Now, That's right. But Al says, but I didn't mean to do it. Yeah, but Al, you know, you're supposed to be a professional, and we're paying you all this money, and we told you if you're going to be negligent, you're going to go to jail, so there doesn't have to be intent, Al. That's right. Who wakes well, up in the morning? Well, if you're Hitlery, I guess it doesn't matter. You can be negligent if you're Hitlery, and it doesn't matter what the law is. According to Hitlery, she yeah. can do whatever she... She's called the Teflon Hitlery. Who wakes up in the morning and goes, well, you know, today... When I go to work, I, I'm going to intend to do something today, right, Frank? No, I, think, gonna... I, I think I'm going. I intend to be negligent 
today. Oh, you intend to be negligent. Okay. See, nobody does that. You know, everybody no. goes to work figuring it's going to be another day. I'm just going to do my job. And then you do something stupid. You don't pay attention. You end up being negligent. You didn't plan on it, though. No, of course not. You know, so so there can't be intent when the main element of a of a crime or a penal code is negligence. That's right. You know, so he just lied. And Trey Gowdy should have called him on it and said, okay, oh, hey, absolutely. Hey, call me. Listen, buddy, you used to be a lawyer, or maybe you still are, and, uh, hey, can you show me in this code, because I'm missing it here, where is the element of intent? Yeah. Can, can you show me that? Yeah. And he didn't well, do it. Lynch mob did the same thing. Well, she just said, well, we're accepting the FBI's recommendation. That was her deal. Uh Okay, that was the setup they had. Because I'll tell you what he and I think what he did do. He says what he, what he should have said. Uh, you, you met with the uh, the husband of the woman who's under investigation. Why didn't you get rid of him? Why didn't you tell get him off? Tell him get off the plane. That's what he should have said if he didn't say it. Well, you know, I, I mean, I I don't you know. Okay, it you know just added to the list of crimes that they've committed. But I mean, the main thing here, Al, is. Comey added an element to this crime that does not exist and Correct. said Hillary gets to get off on this because she didn't commit that element. Well, that element doesn't exist. So it's, That's you know, right. it's like, wait a minute, buddy. There's no excuse for what uh, she did. And nobody called him on it. That's what I'm, you know, what's the deal with our, what kind of Congress is this, man? Well, I'll tell you what, I got something better than what kind of Congress is this. When I went shopping at Satan Way this past weekend, ah. and I was talking to the cashier. She said, well, uh, she didn't intend to do it. I said, wait a minute. I mean, there's people who just listen to these people on the idiot box and just take everything for face value, Frank, and these people vote. And nobody on the idiot box is also pointing out that, yeah, but that's not an element of this particular crime. Yeah. I mean, look, Comey, just show me where it's at. Where is that an yeah. element of this crime? And by the way, she knew exactly what she was doing. She, oh, wait a minute. She deleted 30,000 emails? Oh, yeah, because they were per How do we know that you are? You said they were personal. Yeah? Well, let's go see. Let's go to the NSA, Mr. NSA. You've got all of Hitler's stuff. Let's see everything Hitler's got. Nobody's asking them to produce it, are they? No, and they're not going to. They wouldn't do it anyway. The only hope we really have is hopefully Russia will, uh, you know, pony up the emails and just release them into the wild, and we'll all get to go through it. You know, that's that's one thought that's out there, because, you know, they, they monitor everything, too, and they, they even, well, they even the Well, they everything. Guccifer's got all this stuff. Guccifer, sure. number one, he's probably dead. He's disappeared. But Guccifer, number two, has just released a whole bunch of new emails. Well, and even Comey, uh, you know, admitted that her servers were hacked by, you know, numerous people. Uh, you know, and, and one of those numerous people is obviously Russia. Because, you know, Russia, this is their business to pay attention to the State Department and the Defense Department. And if they get an opportunity to hack any of their emails or communications, you can bet you're behind they're going to do it. I'd, I'd bet... The Chinese have got all our emails, too. Oh, I'm sure everybody in creation has got her. Even the studio cat has her emails, probably. Yeah, everybody but us. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Well, so, the you thing know, of it hopefully... is, they want Hitlery. 
And here's a real good question. Well, I'm for not you, so Frank. sure. You know, the Chinese, I doubt would would release it because they they do kind of favor the status quo, which is Hillary. Well, yeah, because she and Hillary gave them all the secrets, our secrets for our missile garbage, right? Well, Russia's a whole different story yeah. because see. Hillary keeps pushing this Russia-phobe thing that, that is in the mainstream. And Trump has come straight out and said, no, you know what? We need to become better friends with Russia. And I personally, I agree with that. I mean, why is Russia our enemy? We've got more in common with Russia than we do with Germany. We have more in common with Russia than we do with England. Why are we why are we enemies with Russia and friends with these other creeps and for God's sakes we don't have much in common with the French at all. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I mean so hey, I think we should be better friends with the Russians and uh yeah. if that's true and not just, you know, blah 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 for the TV and yeah. Putin believes it's true, hey, he may release, he may dump these emails. I hope he releases every one of those emails and puts her in jail. But, you know, he's smart enough. Well, she isn't going to go to jail because the thing is, the justice, the U.S. Justice Department is corrupt. Well, nobody's going to do anything. It's all corrupt. Right. They're corrupted, and they're not going to yeah. put her in jail. But what he could yeah. do, yeah. you know, okay, so we get a little further down the election cycle, and, uh, you know, Hillary's numbers are already hitting the tank, but... Uh, you know, we get closer and closer and closer, yeah. and and then he just goes, okay, well, you know what? A month before uh, you all go to the polls, maybe I'll just dump these emails yeah. on you. Well, and then you, you can, then you can talk about it for the next month before you, you know, and see yeah. exactly what she said. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and just shoot down her election bid. Yeah. I, be, got a real I tell you question. what, Putin would be a hero of every oh, American yeah. out there if that he did that. That would be the end of her. I got a question about you about the Republican and Democrat donkey shows. Yeah. The uh, what's his name? The anti-Trumpers got voted down yesterday. If they would have gotten their roll call vote, okay, if they would have gotten it, who would they have put up against the Donald? Why does this thing have to go for four days? If nobody's running against him, okay, why don't they just put him in there and say, okay, we're all done, everybody go home? Why does this thing have to go out over four days, Frank? I'm a little confused here. Okay. Nobody well, else is running against the Donald. You well, don't have mittens in there. You don't have, uh, you know, cruise missile, any of the other idiots. Well, one thing people got to understand about these national committees, who goes to them? Okay, these delegates are not just Joe Blow from Kokomo off the street, right? These, Some of them are, I think. No. They're all political insiders, okay? Oh. They, they are connected in the party. They are party loyalists. They are handpicked by the state parties to represent mm. their state. Oh, yeah, these are players. These are big donors. These are, you know, big Big people in in business in their in their respective states. Okay, that's who gets to be delegates. All right, you know, okay. the re elected officials cannot be delegates. No, I looked at some of the people that they showed on the idiot box or on the net, and I'll tell you, some of these people looked like Joe Blow from Kokomo the well, way they were dressed. The thing is, you know, well, Joe Blow from Kokomo can get to be a delegate if Joe. That's Blow what I'm saying. I don't think everybody I saw there was what a, was an insider. They look like just Mr. Oh, and Mrs. No. Joe Bloodbucket no, no. America. Most they, of them. No, they are all insiders. 
but they can be Joe Blow from Kokomo who owns a little company or something, employs, you know, 20, okay. 30 people. So the fix it in is what you're basically telling me then. Joe Blow from Kokomo, if he's at the or she is at the convention, you can bet they have donated a lot of money to their local politicians. Or hmm. they are owed some big favors by those politicians. One or the okay. other, man. This is not okay. this is not what it seems like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. America just go to this thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. That ain't okay. how it, that ain't how well, these conventions go. And now, now so you got all these players together. Okay. Well they drink and they whore around and all that stuff, but they also make deals. And they can sit there and they can make deals amongst each other in an environment that is, uh, nobody's really watching them too hard, you know, because uh-huh. there's so many of them and everybody's making deals, everybody's talking to everybody, everybody assumes they're all talking about, well, who's going to be the vice president, who's going to be this, who's going to, and they're not necessarily doing that. They're they're making deals. It's like, hey, it's like the used car salesman. That the goes, boys in the back room is what you're telling us. It's here, like Frank, the used that. car salesman that goes to church every Sunday. Well, he ain't there to worship God. He's there to pass out his business card. And that's what most of these delegates are there to do. Because, okay, yes, the election, well, the election would take, what, half a day. All right, look, here's the votes. Let's do the first ballot. Okay. He's our nominee. Everybody clear out. Show's over. Party's up. Leave. Go. Half a day. They could be over with it. So why does it last That's right. Days? They're dragging this thing out for four well, days. Well, they always do. No, if there was a bunch, let's put it this way. Let's say Christie and Mittens and a bunch of others were also in there at the same time with the Donald. Okay, let's say there's four or five of them, okay? Let's just say that. Okay. Now I can understand it being dragged out for a couple of days. Okay. Well, yeah, contested, but not for one guy. Sure, a contested a contested convention is what you're describing. Where? Yeah. All right. Look, nobody got. You know, nobody got the twelve hundred and whatever. Uh, you know, Donald did. Delegates. I know he did. But if 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 they would have said, oh, no. if nobody got all the numbers, yeah, then there would be several of them in there. Yes, right. I agree. And there would be a lot of things going on, lots of voting, lots of blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, yeah. and then you could say, well, okay, I see why this is going to take a while. But now, you know, and, and that rarely ever happens anymore. Now it's <laughs> just a business trip, man. It, it That's what it is for these people. I guarantee all these, del- all these delegates, do you realize they're everything, they don't pay their own way. Somebody's paying for it. Yeah, the Republican National Committee is paying for it. They're paying for their airfare. They're paying for their hotels. They're giving them a per diem to live on and buy prostitutes and drink lots of booze and all that. They're giving them all that. These people don't pay their own way. This is a big party vacation. Look at me. I'm a big wheel in the party thing. Yeah, who cares? Well, they do. Well... All I can tell you, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next uh, today and tomorrow and Wednesday. But uh, I don't see Donald not getting the nomination. Not me either. I mean, that'd be that. I mean, they already suicide. they already shot the uh, anti-Trumpers down yesterday when the guy said, "Well, you needed seven, nine people. Uh, nine states said yes, and then three states went goodbye. So now, guess what? You're short, just like the other thing with like with Dr. Ron. Remember him? Well, yeah. Yeah. So they took three states away, and now you haven't got enough to call for a roll call, so goodbye. 
Well, yeah, and this is what so they Donald do. Donald looks like he's going to get it, but like I say, dragging this thing out for another two or three days, they could do it in two days. They could finish it up tonight, Frank, for all intents and purposes. Well, they could have had it over with already, but, you know, that's not the game. That's not what they're there for, man. They're there to party. Make deals. Well, make some money, Al. As long as they're not partying on your and my dime, Frank, I don't care. Well, where do you think the Republican National Committee gets their money? Well, they're getting their money from donations, not from yeah. the taxpayers. Well, what exactly do they make? What do they produce? They don't produce anything. Oh, oh my. Well, I guess then they don't have any money of their own. Well, no, but they're asking for donations from their idiot uh, idiots, though, and their they're idiots are giving it to you know what? Like the dummies giving to all the evangelists. Well, if they had to, hey, if they had to depend solely on the dummies giving ten bucks here and a hundred dollars there, they wouldn't be having any convention. Where they get their money is from corporate America, and why corporate America donates money to them is in return well, for favors, Al. Well, that's why, like that's I what say, there should be no lobbying and no donations. And Al, no corporations get to donate to anybody. I guarantee you a bunch of these ma-and-pa Americans at, the, at this convention are actually executives for corporations that are Probably. also now delegates that bought their way in. This is how it works, man. It's a private club, dude. This is not got nothing to do with law or, or fairness or anything like that. that. How do you think the Democrats get away with going, well, yeah, we'll have primaries, but we also have, uh, you know, 800 uh, superdelegates. Yeah. Which yeah. you can buy. They're for sale. Oh, yeah. Well, look what they had here. They had they didn't even have a, uh, a primary here in Colorado, and they gave it the cruise missile without even a vote. Can you imagine, too? What kind of garbage is that? I what read, kind of fraud is that? You know, I read something there that uh, the, one of the delegates, one of the anti-Trump delegates from Colorado. Yeah. I, I just said, oh, my gosh, these people just really don't realize what lying hypocrites they really are. This guy had the nerve to stand up and say, because they got voted down. Oh, this whole thing is rigged. This is a guy coming from a state who didn't even bother to have an election. They yeah. just picked the guy they wanted, and he's got the nerve to say something is rigged. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, he's full of, he's full, and it's break time, friends. It is. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in a bit. Everybody, stay right where you're at.
have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. One little lady. Now, sometimes her bag needs something to keep you cool. Ah, now sometimes her bag needs something to keep you cool. Better look out now, though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my, I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Sing now all my flavors again, she dissatisfied. Hold on a second, baby. I gotta put my banana Dixie cups on flavors and push-ups too. I'm your ice cream man, baby. Stop me when I'm passing by. Sing now all my flavors again, she dissatisfied. Hold on one more. Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock. <laughs> I never stop. I usually passing by. Just around 11 o'clock 
And if you let me cool you one time, you be my regular style. All right, boys. July 19th, 2016. It's about 12.41 and a half out here on the Pacific Time Coast. That's when it is where you're at. We're live, 800-932-1980. And uh, the chat room is located at theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. If you're already created an account, all you got to do is sign in. If you have not created an account, you're going to have to follow the instructions on the chat page and just send me an email because I had to disable the automatic, um, you know, uh, create an account thing because we were getting jammed, spam, boy, we were 800 uh, a day were uh, coming in and I just can't, I can't deal with that. I had to shut it down and clean it up and, and then, uh, you know, it'll be a couple of days before I can get around to uh, putting something on there that will uh, alleviate that problem, but boy. Are there some jerks out there or what, man? they just got nothing better to do than mess with somebody's website like that? Wow, okay. I guess that's what it's like to be bored with, uh, you know, too much technical knowledge. Anyway, speaking of technical knowledge, we got Al from Colorado. Welcome back, Al. Yes, yes. People with too much time on their hands. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what, what is the Garbage. deal, man? I mean, you're, you're spamming a create account on a chat site? What kind of stupidity is that? <laughs> I don't know. What are you trying to accomplish? I don't know. I just don't know. You know, as far as the idiots say, Frank. Hey, but whole... Al, hey, Al, wait a minute. Speaking of idiots, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but I'm sure 
I, I'm I'm surprised that you even got time to be on. I mean, you, aren't you running around town with your Pokemon? Uh, you know. Uh... Oh, you mean the Pokemon <laughs> Go thing where people are? St- what what kind of stupidity is this? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, Frank, that, it's you, another you, distraction for the dumbbell idiots who have nothing better to do. Well, you know what else, though? Uh, what? I've been reading about this, and uh, I had a guy on last night who also knew about it. But do you? the whole game is based on, and I didn't know this because I don't know anything about Pokemon. I mean, I've it's heard some of kind it. of a Japanese character. Sure. I, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't. I've heard I, of it, too. I've it's never a Japanese po- character, and that's as, much, uh, that's as much as I care to know about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, well... Thing is, this whole game is okay. So you got your cell phone and you got you're playing this game. And the thing is, they you gotta go places. I mean, you gotta. You get, can't stay in the house. You gotta get out of the house and follow your stupid phone. Is that what you're trying to tell me, yes, Frank? Yes. Yes. And when you get to a place where one of these Pokemon monsters is at, uh, your screen basically shows the monster like, "Hey, success! You got there." Now, Al. What do you do? What else is new, Frank? Well, yeah, I know, but Al, to do this, they have to be tracking you on GPS. They have to know exactly well, who where you are. At all first times. of all, Frank, I don't have a smell phone, Frank. I don't have one of those, so I can't play it. I don't have time. I'm working on my own project here, Frank. I haven't got time to waste uh, on somebody. And by the way, Frank, that uses your minutes up too, doesn't it? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's. I, I think would it uses have, I, your minutes up, it's, Frank. It's, it's got to if you're if you're using the phone, you're using the minutes. Well, it's got to at least use data. Unless, or something. unless Frank, you're just hooked to the net, and maybe you're not using the phone, and it's just the net coming through your yeah, smartphone. Yeah, but it's still data, and and they do count that, even though they go, oh yeah, you got unlimited. Well, data. then guess well, what, Frank? Then you're then you're a downloader. Your bandwidth is uh, is getting used up. Then isn't it, Frank? Well, think sure, about it. but you know, my biggest concern is this: that look, these people are being tracked everywhere they go and and they're they know it because you know they signed up for this thing yeah track me wherever i go yay that's great yeah and, wait till the gestapo wait till you get there and the gestapo arrest you frank because you haven't paid your extortion for the last 10 years right frank? well that and now look if i know that i can get however many thousands of people to show up somewhere, you know, I let. Oh, hey, there's a there's a Pokemon. Oh, monster. we're gonna uh, we're gonna go in the middle of Medford, and everybody's gonna show up at the gas station in the middle of Medford, and then what's gonna happen, Frank? Well, see, and yes, and then what's gonna happen? Now That's let's the just question, say, Frank, are they gonna round you up and take you off to the camp, huh? Let's say that I uh, have a false flag planned, and let's yeah. say I have all my actors in place. And I'm ready to go. But I need an audience, man. I need people with cell phone cameras. So I oh, just... you mean like in Baton Rouge or like in, sure. uh, in uh, what was the other place, in Dallas? So I just show, I just say, hey, there's Pokemon uh, monsters at wherever my false flag is. And hey, here comes 500 people with cameras. Okay. Let's just say I'm a politician and I need a crowd because nobody likes me. Uh, we could call uh-huh. her. We could call her Hillary. Uh, yeah. You know where she shows up and twenty people show up to you know fill a stadium that can fit you know twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen some of the crowds <laughs> that she gets? It's 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 just it's it it. You know what's surprising, Al? You look and you go, okay. And Trump has done this, okay. Mm-hmm. He has shown multiple 
I mean, like they've done a, uh, you know, like one of those screens where they've yeah, got Yeah, but a, he doesn't need a Pokemon to have people come, though, Frank. No, like he doesn't, because the thing is, he shows these pages of, like, I don't know, 20 different pictures of different rallies he's had. And they do the wide, okay, look, here's a, here's a shot of the whole stadium. The wide-angle shot, yeah. Yeah, here's a shot of the whole stadium in one shot, all right? Here it is. Look at all the people. Place is full, right? Yeah. You go to Hillary Clinton, and she's got these focused in on, okay, look, hey, wow, it looks like, man, there's people. There's 30 people standing in front yeah, of her. Yeah, but if you take a close enough picture, that looks like a lot of people. Wow, look at that. There's no room for anybody else. Yeah, man, but now when together. you zoom out, Frank, what happens? 90% <laughs> of the stadium is missing, exactly. right? Okay, so I look at these things over and over and over this happens, and I'm wondering, wait a minute. How can she be polling nearly even with Donald Trump when he's filling stadiums, nobody's showing up to see her? The simple answer is, Frank, the polls are a lie. Oh, no, say it ain't so, Al. Frank, I'll tell it to you again. The polls are a lie. Now, come on, Frankie. Oh, man. Oh, Frank, I'm just telling you. There goes today. You just ruined today for me. Oh, cheese whiz, Frank. (laughs) But, oh, you know, so anyway, the, so... Oh, you ready for a real good one? Oh, I open up this internet, this page on the net. Trump's daughter admits she's gay. I says, where did this guy get this information? Where's this coming from? Trump's daughter says she's gay. Oh, gosh. This is, this is on an internet page, Frank, that has no credibility. It's not ABC. It's not NBC. It's not, well, those people have no credibility <laughs> I was anyway. going to say, Al, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Uh, you know... Oh. Uh, Trump's daughter said she was gay, and uh, even though she's married and has four kids now, or three kids, or whatever number of kids she has, but she's gay, Frank, yeah. She was oh, gay, Frank, or I'm she telling is you, you've got to watch what you're reading on the net. There's so much garbage on there. It's very hard to s- separate the uh, fecal matter from the good stuff, right? Well, and, and you know, look, and I'm not saying it's true, because I don't, you know, I, I tend not to believe anything I read anymore until I... It, you know, search it down in five different places and all that. You just got it, like you said, you got to be really, really diligent in this stuff, or else you're going to be led astray, and, and you're going to be made to look like an idiot. It's like this poor woman at the Satan way. She just saw what she said. He says, "Well, okay, yeah, well, she didn't do it intentionally." I mean, this woman has no brains to think. Say, wait a minute. The guy listed all these crimes that she did, but she did it unintentionally. Yeah, sure. Well, and he even said you know, that she broke the law. The one thing that, you know, there is no talking to these Democratic supporters about it. Mm-hmm. The only thing left to say to them when they say something like that is, well, okay, but hey, if you committed all those crimes, and even though you didn't mean to, do you think you'd go to jail? And let them think about that for a little bit. Oh, because, by the way, you know, the woman said she she uh, liked Donald Trump, but she didn't like the fact that he didn't support gay rights or something like that. And I, I wanted to say something, but I kept my mouth shut. Gays don't have any special rights, Frank. Man. Do they? No, nobody's supposed to have any special Nobody rights. Nobody has any special rights. Animal Do you know why? rights, plant rights, gay rights, this Do you right, know why? black rights. Do you know why? Because the Constitution says that Nobody is allowed to have titles of nobility in the United States. And titles of nobility are, in fact, special rights. You get why do we have these thinking rights. lawyers then, Frank? Well, we need to. 
you know, we got a lot of problems, Al, that aren't supposed to be the way they are, and, you know, they need to be fixed, but you know what? I, I don't know. Look yeah, at all these we can, people. We don't need lawyers to fix them, though. Frank. Al, are you we... allowed to walk down the street and shoot somebody and say, but of it's... Of course a, not, but Frank, it's, hey, but I don't need a lawyer to tell me that. Hey, but it's okay. Are you allowed to say it's okay because, well, I was in fear for my life, and they go, oh, well, then never mind. Al, yeah. you're free to go. Yeah, sure. Why don't you take a couple of days off of work, too, while you're at it? And, uh, yeah, we'll and we'll see pay you, you ten times what you normally get. You know, we'll see. We'll see you next week. Uh, you know, I mean, but that's what happens to cops. So, what is that? That's a title of nobility. They get to do things that other people don't get no, to do. No, they shouldn't be. Have no. These cops that shot these people in Louisiana and Texas or wherever it was, they should be going to jail. Period. Well, that's. If I have to go to jail, then they should too. That's right. And by the way, if General Electric, which considers itself a person, doesn't have to pay taxes, and neither do Alan Frank, if they're persons too, right? Sure. Well, no, but General Electric is a, considered a person. It's a corporation, so I guess we don't have to pay taxes either. And what's the funny thing is, you know, while all these corporations and GE certainly isn't the only one get away with not paying what they're supposed to pay, the the bottom line in the tax law is that corporations and government employees are the only people that are supposed to be paying the income tax. That's right. Okay, so it's like, wait yeah, a minute. Which definition of United States are we talking about? Are we talking about the 50 individuals? Are we talking about the district of criminals? Which, which of the seven different uh, 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 definitions of United States are we talking about, Frank? Seven different definitions, at, huh? At least seven. Because... Yes. Oh, there was a guy who did a search of the U.S. code, and he mm -hmm. put it in there, and he did a search, and he came up with something like 50-something different definitions of United States in the U.S. code. I thought there was only seven. Wow. Well, and, and what he, well, now, okay, different is like this. Like, if it goes, okay, uh, the several states and the District of Columbia. And then another one will say the several states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Well, those, that's different, because the first one didn't include Puerto Rico. This that's right, that's right. And that's yes, what he's yes. talking about. Lots of them are... Or the possession. Lots the possession of them are very the similar. But they're not the But state. they're different. They're right. different. And there's like 50 of them. Wow. Depending on what what section you're in, yeah, you know, you got to look up, well, what United States are we talking about here? And it's different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just uh. different. Hey, what do you think of this story? You know, I think this woman should be fired, and I don't know why anybody watches her or pays any attention to her. She's nothing but a prostitute. Megan Kelly is who I'm talking about, okay? Uh, she, I, I'm the one who said she should be a $10,000 a night hooker on, in Vegas is what she should be. Well, I wouldn't pay 10000 bucks for her. She's not I worth mean. it, but, uh, I mean, she is good looking. I have to say, Frank, she is drop-dead gorgeous. There's no question about that. Maybe 500 a night, but, you know, not no more than that. No, but that's the thing 501 is, too much, probably. The thing is, what? She, in October, okay, she was saying that, oh, Roger Ailes is my mentor, he's my friend, my good buddy, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, now she's turning, he, she harassed, he harassed her. Well, how stupid is Roger Ailes? Well, question. Is Roger Ailes as stupid as Bill Cosby? Because Bill Cosby did do what he did. 
everybody did what Bill Cosby did. That's the way Hollyweird is run. See, this is the part that, you know, they want to just start picking at people and going, well, him. And why did they go after Bill Cosby after 30 years? I'll tell you why. Why because, did it take so long? Because Bill place. Cosby started coming out and saying, listen, the black community's problems are the black community's causing. They need to step up and do well, something about their the own truth, problems. Though, didn't he? And nobody liked it. Everybody hated it, but they couldn't say the black community couldn't say much about Cosby because, well, he's an icon. So they took him down hard. You're not allowed to say that, okay? You're not allowed to do that, okay? So he's gone. Roger Ailes, how do you think these bimbos all get their jobs, man? You think it's because they're talented? Well, they've got a casting couch in the newsroom is what you're trying to tell us here, Frank. There's a casting couch there, too. The newsroom ain't no different than any other room. These aren't news now, people. Frank, these aren't journalists. They're all whores, whether they work for the press or they work for Hollywood or whatever. They're all whores. They're political whores, all of them. They Even are. the people who play the NFL, they're whores, well, Frank. they are actors. Is all these news persons? Personalities. They're not journalists. They're actors, okay? They don't do anything. You think Megan Kelly gets out there and investigates anything? I don't she think she do she probably squats. doesn't she doesn't even pick out her own underwear. Okay? She's got people to do that for her. All right? They hand her, here, read this. And she gets on there and reads it. She's an actress. That's all she is. And actresses get their jobs by spreading their legs. And that's the bottom line. So now Megan Kelly's, oh, well, he harassed me. Oh, really? Unwanted sex? So wait a minute. What is unwanted? Does that mean if I ask a girl out on a date and she doesn't want to go, I just harassed her? Of course not. Well, wait a minute. That's unwanted sexual advances, isn't it? Not to me, it isn't. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm, way, I'm asking you out on a date. I'm not, uh, I'm not undressing in front of you and having relations with you. No, no, I'm not forcing myself on you, am I? Mm. Oh, man, I'm telling you, Frank, this political correctness, these people all need to get shot. And the same thing with the affirmative action people. They all need to be shot. Yeah, well, I agree. And as far as Black Lives Matter and the Black Panther Party, I don't care who doesn't like what I'm about to say, because it is protected under A number one. Put them on a plane, take them over to Africa, and put parachutes on them and drop them out of the plane. Hey, I'm for that. You don't like it here, Black? And you know something, Frank? I hate to say this, because it's going to make me sound racist, but maybe segregation wasn't such a bad idea. Well, I think voluntary... Se- I'm sorry, Frank. Maybe that sounds racist, but maybe segregation wasn't such a bad idea. Well, listen, I think voluntary segregation is a great idea. All right? Like, you know... Oh, not forced. No, no. You know, and that's what it was, okay? Sure, they had a time when... Look, I don't, I don't care if other races drink out of the same water fountain or use the same bathrooms or sit in a chair on the bus. I don't care about any of that. But you know what? If if the Asians or the blacks or anybody else want to go live in a neighborhood and, you know, they want to have their own thing going on in their own neighborhood. I don't I'm, have a problem with I'm that either. I'm all for that. That's just great. You know, that's great. Uh, you know, that's good. But when you start busing people, to somewhere they don't want to be. Oh, you mean like the school busing crap you right. mean of the 70s? Yep. 
You want to do that, that's a big mistake, and it never works. First of all, the government has. has no business doing it. No government, nobody has any business busing people from one place to another if they don't want to be there. And by the way, government shouldn't be able to force your little Johnny or little Sally to go to their public brain in Washington. You should be able to teach little Johnny or Sally at home if you want to. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I think that should the be the thing. The public school system is nothing but Frank. You went through it. I went. You went through it a little, a lot uh, later than I did, though, Frank. That's true. Okay, I mean, I went through it in the in the fifties and the early sixties. You went through it in the what, the late sixties and the early seventies when it really got bad, right? Well, you know, it was a lot better than it is now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, know. you didn't have this uh, thing with uh, a Common Core and all this other garbage. Uh, and what well, was the other one? Outcome-based well, education. Nobody was teaching me how to put rubbers on cucumbers either, you know. So no, you know, it was a no, lot different. No. But, Al, we are out of time. Again. We got to go. We'll see you next week, Frank, right. and I'll call in. All right. Bye-bye. See you next week, Al. Thanks for calling in. And, uh, folks. I'll be back again tonight. Coming up next is Financial Survival. Stay right where you're at. Thanks for listening. Political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
and gentlemen, I'm Melody Cedarstrom, and you're listening to Financial Survival, and I'm here with my co-host, Alfred Addis, to bring you our opinion and commentary on today's economic and political events. Today is Tuesday, July 19th, 2016. Good afternoon, Al. Hi, Melody. We have Greg Hunter joining us today here in just a few minutes, so we'll get to the market uh, report, and I uh, guess whose birthday it is today, Al? Is it my birthday? Is it? I don't know. I forget. Did you get you old enough, you could, don't remember these things anymore. Or I think I, I think I'll be 39. <laughs> it's Ruby's birthday. Ruby's birthday. <laughs> it's Ruby's birthday. Three years old. But uh, I'll tell her I'm sorry I didn't send her a card. I I, I will. I will. But she can sing to her after the program. But anyway, uh, gold today up 350 today. Up 350 for gold. Um. There was a housing report that came out. We'll touch on that briefly uh, after the reports. Silver was up 14 cents. I'm sorry, down 14 cents at 19.98. Let me repeat that. Silver down 0.14 at 19.98. Silver was ow. Yes. <laughs> I'm goofing up here on these market reports. Just got to start all over. Gold up. 350 at $1,333. Silver down 0.14 at 1998. Platinum was down 5 at 1,096. Palladium was up big over 2%, up 13 at 660. The USDX today was trading quite strong, 0.51 at 9706. Crude oil was down 0.68 at 4456. And the paper markets today, you know, they're just eking out these little gains on a daily basis. The Dow was up 26 points at 18,559. The NASDAQ was down 19 at 5,036. The S&P is down 3 at 2,163. 10-year yield, a little pressure on that, not much on the yield, 1.56, down 0.03. The euro, I can finally say it's not 111. It's 110. That was down 0.54. And, of course, we, that's pretty, since the dollar was so strong today. Mixed market in the foreign uh, Asian, in the Asian markets and European markets. And um, we have a few minutes prior to Greg Hunter joining us today. Um, um Housing starts, June housing starts uh, rose 4.8% in June to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.189 million units. That's up from May's rate. Although construction of new homes is up from last month, the pace is weaker if you compare it to last year. It's actually down 2% from the June 2015 rate. So again, you know, it's up from last May, but certainly down from a year ago. Um, I believe the Deutsche Bank, the S&P Global Ratings, uh, they lowered its credit outlook uh, to negative from stable. And um, uh, kind of like the death by a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone is asking me, when are they going to fail? When are they going to fail? Well, they got a lot of derivatives there, folks. And uh, um, Moody's uh, in May, Moody's uh, downgraded Deutsche's Bank. Uh, uh, senior unsecured debt uh, down to uh, BAA2, and um, that is just two notches above junk status. 
So, of course, um, they're trying to restructure. What does restructure mean now? It means that it means it's a polite way of saying you're bankrupt, you're but we're bankrupt. not going to say you're bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. We're just restructuring. It's a we're talking to the people we owe money to, and rather than <laughs> tell them we're not going to pay anything, we're going to cut a deal, or we're going to give you a dime on the dollar. That's restructuring if they agree to it. Well, either accept the dime on the dollar, or they get nothing. Yep. Restructuring, not bankruptcy. Not bankruptcy. Restructuring. Can't have bankruptcy. Kinder and gentler. <laughs> and it's just kind of, uh, And the reason for that is because we have a debt-based monetary mm-hmm. system. The whole system runs on debt instruments and treats them as assets. If you file for bankruptcy, you wipe out debt instruments. It's like taking gold when we had an asset-based system, and exposing it to uh, a nuclear bomb that just blows it all up and makes it radioactive. It's crazy. This is why they have to restructure. They can't, do, they, can't, they can't have bankruptcy right now at any meaningful degree without wiping out the debt-based instruments that we're using as paper capital. And then with fractional reserve banking, for every dollar's worth of, of debt instruments you have, You've probably the banks are perhaps using it as collateral to loan up nine to twenty three times the face value of those debt instruments to the consumers. They have to pull that in. They can't allow bankruptcy anymore, which is one of the reasons why they're probably dragging it out with grease forever and ever. They have to agree that the debts are still good. They're just being restructured. Restructured. Yes. And every like confederate money it's been restructured melody we can still use confederate money because it's not it's not bankrupt it is almost so bizarre anymore Al. It, it just it, it just boggles you know your your you, everything you know i mean is you just question how long can this continue uh to go on but perhaps greg hunter can answer that question we have greg hunter joining us today and we so enjoy enjoy having him on the program Every month from USA Watchdog. Good afternoon, Greg. Uh, you know, uh, good afternoon, and I, I want to tell you that I—I I don't mean to sound, you know, Mr. Big Pants. I have people want me to come on. I just don't do it because it's, you know, it's work. I got to prepare, and I only do it for people I really, really like. And so, but I got to tell you something. I got to—I got to read you something. I get information. I have three pieces of information, and this is anecdotal information. This is, as a reporter, I, I couldn't put this on the air. I couldn't go on at ABC or CNN and say, hey, I got this email, and I'm not – some of the e- email – some of the people on um, – some of the people on uh, on on the, the alternative media, they do some pretty weak sourcing, which is one of the things I don't like about. But I I love uh, I love the alternative media. I'm in there, and but some of them are just they put off their uh, their opinion and state their opinion as fact, like all the stuff you heard about Jade Helm. Uh, and uh, most people didn't know what the hell it was. They really didn't know because they didn't know that it wasn't a takeover, and who knows what it was and what kind of training it was, and are they getting ready for martial law, and I don't know. Uh, but but everything they thought that the Jade Helm was going to happen, oh, September is going to end, and then we'll have martial law. Remember all that in September 15 I last do. year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. And I don't like – I think that's – if you don't know, say you don't know, and if you think it's a – if it's a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm giving you this little disclaimer because of the information I'm going to give you is outrageous. And, um, and if you don't know, and if, you, and if it's your analysis, just say it's your analysis and you don't know for sure. Don't state your analysis as fact. 
Okay, that's it. So three pieces of information. So I get this information from one guy in Texas. Talk about the economy. I always thank people for the real-world reporting. He says, here's my real-world street-level reporting called street-level reporting. The real reporting says, uh, so I have a loan company, and uh, a big one. Uh, I'm the third biggest one in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, that's pretty big if you're number three in the entire Dallas-Fort Worth area. And he says, you know, I used to have, just to give you a little anecdotal evidence, I used to have, um, uh, This is. he just gave me this a couple of months ago. I used to have, you know, I'd have uh, people coming starting the summer, and I'd have, I'd have several people to return and jobs to bid on and things like that. And he says, and all of a sudden, and then I had people that, uh, that you know, they would pay me and there was no problem and they'd set up for the world. Now I got people that can't pay me. And I do not have um, the my phone is not I don't have every day five six seven calls to start the day with the return calls I don't uh, he says but listening to you what I did was I because I told people to pay down debt pay down stuff cut yourself cut your expenses if your business goes down you still got to pay the debt right and so so that's one little piece of information here is the next little piece of information this is the most out. Outrageous. Oh, before I get to that, before I get you the top information, another one, a guy who is an insurance guy in central Missouri, and he says, you know, I know rates are going to go up, Obamacare rates. And uh, they're already forecasted. In my, inside my inner office mail, 35%, 40%. There are people already stretched out to the max. I don't know what they're going to do when this thing goes up, 35 40%. I don't know what they're going to do, 28%, 35%. This is the range of, up, of, of what's going to cost people more. Now, these are already people who are already paying, you know, 1000 1500 1800 you know, a family of four, right? Another three, four, five hundred, six hundred dollars $600? That's like a Lexus payment. Hey, you got a Lexus payment, but you don't get the Lexus. Second piece, and here is the one that just came in while I was waiting for you guys, and you're going to like this. And I can't give out the name because he asked me, don't do it. Don't give out my name. Too long to get into here, but I sell forklifts here in the U.S. and received a confidential form. This is from, and I can't give you the name. Let's call him Tom. Okay? So Tom said, Tom's never sent me this before, and uh, it's, it looks like a real email. But I, sent him, I sent him an email, and it didn't bounce back, so it's a real email. Too long to get here, but I sell forklifts here in the U.S. and just received a confidential form that shows our forklift company. Now, you know if you're selling forklifts, you're dealing with big Fortune 500 companies, right? You're not dealing with just little people. The people like, where's warehouse people? I just received a confidential form that shows our forklift company has just changed policy to accept, wait for it, gold and silver for payment options. Cash and lease were only options in the past. Confidentiality disclaimer. It makes me nervous, but I love your show and the views. And in fact, uh, you... you uh, Bagged CNN tells me a lot. Actually, they bagged me, and I would probably still be working there, but no, they wouldn't because I'd be wanting to do – I'd be wanting to tell the truth, and they'd want, want to muzzle me, so either way, I was going to be gone anyway. And USA Watchdog is the best thing I ever did. So I don't have anybody walking my office, walking in my office to tell me to tone it down, right? I'm going to keep it – I'm going to – just putting out the stuff I can prove is crazyville enough, Okay. Well, that's so, great. Uh, so, and it finishes out. He says, I want to get this info out, but I need to keep my anonymity – and he gives me his phone number. Gives me his phone number. And uh, but be happy to pass along to you. Just got to keep me out of it. Let me read this again. 
Forklift company has just changed policy to accept gold and silver for payment options. Oh, real money. Oops. Yeah. So, uh, well, Alfred and Melody, you're not the only one that thinks that gold and silver are real money and real payment options. Yeah. Hello? I understand. The guy must be over 40, though. Well, um, I mean, but check this out now. What does a company have to do? They have to go out and secure. And then I plug you guys with some. I have another a friend of mine who loans money. I was just out to lunch with him yesterday. I can't. I got to keep his name quiet too. But I know him. I saw him in person. I know who he is. So this is a real guy. And this is an email guy. And he says, uh, you know, I've got. I've. I, he started loaning money out. And I didn't want to tell you the business. Cause I want to keep his confidentiality. I want. He's, he's, he's pretty wealthy. He says, I uh, I started loaning money out in the 2008 meltdown. I mean, the, I, I had I, I sold equipment and parts, big parts, industrial stuff. And um, I uh, I sold this stuff, and they couldn't pay me. And then they were telling, this is in, 2000, in 2008-9 meltdown, they said, you know, I, they, he said, they would, they would cry on the phone to me. I said, you're kidding. He says, no, they couldn't pay me. And they were going to go under, and they needed needed bridge loans and cash flow, and their people weren't paying them. And they're, he said, so I kind of had to pay them. I had to kind of give them. I started doing a quasi uh, private placement, private, uh, you know, entrepreneurial, you know. But I said, but what I got out of them was a, you know, you're going to have to put up collateral. I said, uh, you know, I get eight between eight and twelve percent. I'm going to get to the rest of the payment story in just a second. I said, why would they people do – I said, what are the banks charge? He says, you know, 6 7%. Uh, I said, why would they go with you at 8 or to 12% depending on the collateral? Why would they go to you when it's 5 or 6 or 7% with the bank? He said, well, could they bring their wife in and say, you're going to make a personal guarantee with your house, your car, your savings, your bank accounts? I don't do that. I just get – the, whatever they have in the company is what I. If they make a mistake, I get paid back. It's like a, like a quasi bondholder, right? I'm first on the list, right? Uh-huh. Then he tells me he says, I, um, I make them pay me back if it's ten. Let's say it's the loan's ten percent. A two percent of that payment, two two percent of the ten percent. In other words, twenty percent of the payment. They have to I put it in the contract. They have to pay me in gold and silver, gold and silver coins. I said, you're kidding. So they have to go out when they remit a check to you for this month's payment, <laughs> and they have to send you X amount of ounces of gold and X amount of ounces of silver to make up 20% of the payment. He goes, yes, correct. Yes. And I said, oh, you should you can talk to Melody, discount gold and silver, and I started telling him about how long it took me to get somebody. And this isn't a commercial, and you didn't know I was going to say this. And I said, my God, it took me a year and a half. I had other companies, and you'd put their name, and they'd, you'd know these companies, and you'd put their name in and fraud, and oh, and they'd have been convicted of securities fraud. They, yeah, we'd like to advertise on your side. I bet you would. Nope. I'm not that much of a of a prostitute. I don't, you know. So anyway, but that's what he told me. He said he gets money back. He gets he gets in his payment structure, and he says I don't take their houses and cars and their and their bank accounts and all that. I mean, you know, wives would go in and make these deals, and they'd be free, they'd be sweating, crying, wringing their hands. And I, you know, I said that's so they'd rather pay you a few more percent and pay you in partially in gold and silver than to deal with the bank. He says yes, because they're so effed up. Yeah. And they want your whole. They want they want your they want you to be in the street in a cardboard box if you if you fail. And I said, did you get all your money back in 08 and 08? He says, yeah, and I got other people. Now, now he started doing this because uh, he had a, um, let's call it a big equipment 
and parts manufacturing company for big equipment, laser stuff. I mean, this guy had some equipment. Laser, machine shop, and also big equipment, dealer type stuff, rental, that kind of thing. He had a big, pretty big business. He, he sold his business, but he kept all the real estate. And he's telling me this. And I said, how's the economy out there? I mean, what's the real world reporting? I mean, the street level reporting. He says, um, it's not bad, but it's not good. And it wouldn't take much to make it bad. I, I, I think that's a pretty good... And you, I know you're in the pre in the, uh, while you were waiting for you, you were talking about Deutsche Bank and the Italian banks and all these banks that are in trouble. Don't think what goes on over there stays over there. No way. No way. The whole system is tied together in ways yeah. that if part of it gets that domino effect, we really do have. The dominoes are standing together, but if one of them goes down, they're all going to go down. We're going to take a break for a couple of commercial announcements. Melody and I will be back with our guest, Greg Hunter, from USAWatchdog.com. Please stay tuned. obligations or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out when life is too much to handle use apothecary herbs emotional stress formula feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee you've waited long enough call apothecary herbs now toll free 866-229-3663 That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3Ws.thepowerherbs.com. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it, It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. 
American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. I'm Alfred Adisk here with Melody Cedarstrom on Financial Survival. Our guest is Greg Hunter from USAWatchdog.com, some of the best video interviews on the Internet, uh, USAWatchdog.com. We were talking about, we were talking with Greg just before we broke, uh, that people are beginning to use gold and silver as payment. It's getting reports that this is happening. And one of the things I just wanted to add to this, it is inevitable that they'll do that if the government goes ahead and they, you hear the stories, whether they really intend to do it or not, they're going to remove all cash, get rid of the ones and the fives and the tens and the hundreds. And we're all going to just be electronic. But I guarantee you there will be a black market. Your drug transactions, for example, drug dealers, they're not going to, go, they're not going to do business with electronic cards, right? They're going to do business with gold and silver. And it will be the same for anyone else who wants to do business on an anonymous basis. So point is, we are slowly moving toward a time when people are going to recognize gold and silver as money again, whether they want to or not. What's Catherine Austin Fitz have to say about gold and silver? Greg, you interviewed her just recently. I think she thinks as I do. She's a, an equity person now. She is a investment banker, and um, it is hard. And she likes gold and silver, okay? But she is an investment banker. They want return on capital. They want they want to uh, expand. Uh, you know, they want you know they want to have ten shares and it turn into a thousand shares. Uh, they want uh, you know businesses to grow. They want technology, new technologies to thrive. I mean, this is her deal, which there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but um, and she she sees the risk. She definitely knows. You know, at at, uh, at the uh, she was invested banker in housing and development. I mean, the portfolio she oversaw was three hundred billion dollars in housing assets. She's part of that. When you're an assistant housing secretary, you're not an assistant like you get coffee in somebody's dry cleaning. You're an assistant that has like you know fifty, a hundred, two hundred, how many you know people working for you? Like Paul Craig Roberts was an assistant treasury secretary, and mm-hmm. you know. He's PhD in economics. He's not getting somebody's coffee. He's coming up with uh, Reaganomics and all that and how to get the economy going. And they did get the economy going. Uh, but anyway, back to gold and silver. So, um, it, it, you know, I, sometimes I feel some guests, and I love Catherine Austin Fitz, they kind of hold back. They're afraid of being too doom and gloomy. Remember, she wants to grow the economy and grow this and, and get things going, and, and I am uh, I don't care. I want to know what's going to happen, what's, what's, what, 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 how many people are going to get creamed, how pe- people should be prepared, what's the most probable uh, outcome, what's your opinion on this and this, and I try to give people a full 
uh, vision uh, of what's you know what what I think is coming to what's going on. There, uh, no doubt there will be new technology. Yeah, no doubt there will not be an end of the world, but there's going to be an end of the current paradigm. And I think she knows that we are, you know, with all these derivatives you were talking about. I mean, Deutsche Bank has, uh, I think, fifty-two trillion in in mm-hmm. derivatives. In um, I think fifty-two trillion is the number in euro. Fifty-two trillion euros. Okay, so that's what is that seventy-five trillion. I think it's about seventy-five trillion dollars worth. Yes, yeah. and so seventy-five. Tri- I mean, my God, the the, the I mean, there was seventy-two trillion about a year ago. And the economy, the economy, and you think, oh, 72 to 75 trillion, trillion. And the economy of of, uh, Germany is 3.8 trillion. They they did three quarters of the economy at one bank in increasing their derivative exposure. And people don't understand, these are are derivatives. And people say, well, what's a derivative? And you know what? It's a derivative of something else. It's basically leverage and debt, but there is no standards for derivatives. There are no standards. There are no guarantees. Uh, there is no real enforcement other than ISDA, you know, the Derivatives Association. But that's that's not. They're not going to take anybody to task and bank somebody and take them into receivership. Um, you know, there's uh, you know, there's really there's there's no regulation. There's no regulation. I think derivatives are like a bet. Like a you get a bet, congenital yeah. gambler, and he'll bet on which cockroach is going to cross the table before the other one. Yeah, which but in that case, there, they, there, it's, it's if like you're that. betting in Las Vegas and the game is 21, here are the rules. There are rules. There are standards. I you know, you go on, uh, you 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 hold on 17, and you go on 16 or whatever. You're forced to go if you're, you know, whatever. There are rules. There are rules for uh, roulette. Uh, there are rules for uh, you know uh, five card stud. There are rules for blackjack. They state the rules. There are no rules. So people don't understand this. There are no standards. There are no guarantees. There is no regulation. Who? What could go wrong? That's a fact. Yeah. Ripley Bourne uh, wanted to put these on the CFTC, and they summarily fired her, basically, who was ahead of the CFTC. They wanted, but, you know, what, well, why did they do that? Because they could make more money if there are no rules, standards, and there were no, you know, I mean, you saw, well, well, you know, I've got uh, derivatives, you know, uh, and, uh, well, yeah, and look what happened at AIG. Look what happened at Lehman. You know, look what happened to, you know. So uh, the the but the thing, let's go back to negative interest rates. I just had Craig Hemke on, who will be on tomorrow. Who has uh, TF Metals reports? Craig Hempke is a Wall Street guy, and he writes, you know, for he says, listen, I, let me tell you, they're they were screwed on this. I mean, the negative interest rates, which is what there's 12 trillion. Catherine Fitz brought that up. 12 trillion in negative interest rates overseas. They can't get off that. They can't go. They can't get off that, folks. What happens to that 12 trillion in bond debt? And if it goes from negative to two tenths of a percent, what happens to that bond? Oh, you lose money. Sell, sell, sell. The whole bond complex goes down. They're on a negative interest rate path, and I think this is – we're getting close to game end. I mean, what, the money, money's no good? I mean, you, there's no time value of money anymore? I mean, I'm going to give you money in a bond, and you're going to give me back less money in 10 years? No. I mean, it's is insane. the dollar going to strengthen? Maybe. How, how long can a system that is – certifiably mad. How long can it continue? You know, when you when you talk to Catherine Austin Fitz, she I'll said, tell you how long it continue. She said she said, here's the important thing to remember. We now have 
12 trillion dollars uh sitting in negative interest rates uh where's all that money going to it can't sit there doing nothing it will have to go into real estate or into equity or into precious metals because it can't sit there uh getting no or negative yields forever and she continue and she concludes saying the debt game is over that's right what did she mean when she said the debt game is over well they can't keep producing bonds that pay any kind of a positive rate and to grow our way out of it. Now we got to the point they're talking, they're forecasting the 10-year Treasury to 1% uh, by next year. 1% for 10-year money? Yeah. Who's going to buy saw, that? Easy. I saw who someone is, for now. Ask yourself, who is historic. going to buy that? I mean, there is... I guess, and what are all the results after all this 0% and then going towards negative or hardly any interest rate or negative interest rate or 0% interest rate? What happens to all these pensions? What happens to all the insurance well, that's, companies? That's the problem. What I saw to an analysis this? where someone claims that the pensions historically have been based, most of them have been based on the presumption that they'll make 8%. Mm-hmm. On their investments, they're getting. They're nuts. making one percent, two percent, one and a half. What's the ten-year treasury they now? Can't, they can't provide the pensions. This thing's right. going up. Do you know how many people get pensions in this country? Still today, <laughs> all the state pensions. What about all the state pensions? Yep, all these people think they're going to get their military pension pensions. and their state pension. There's their the school. question. How many expect to get pensions? There's the real question. I'm going to get I think they, I, I got two family members that one gets a, is going to get a military pension, and one's going to get a teacher's pension, and they're in in Google land. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 there's no interest rate. Uh, I, well, I'm going to get my pet. They promised me my pet. You can't keep raising money uh, on taxpayers to infinity to pay some government workers. I why why do why they get that? Or well, you know, why do they get that and I have to pay for it because you're a teacher? Yeah. I mean, I I love teachers, don't get me wrong, but hey, why do why do we uh give away these lavish packages well cuz they're buying votes. And you know, up in Detroit, thank you for your vote. Yeah, we can't give you your pension. Thank you for your votes. Yeah, we never read the actuarial. I mean, sorry and you're, you know, they're going to get some of their pension, but they're getting a huge uh, hit, and they're going to get another huge hit because there's no there's no interest there, and this is this is really helping the very very wealthy, the very very you know the I hate to sound like you know a, uh, a liberal wacko uh, Democrat, but this helps helps a very small segment of the population, and it is it is destabilizing for too much wealth to go to the top of the uh, economic pyramid. When you have too much wealth at the top of the economic period, you have, you know, let them eat cake revolutions. Yep. You have instability. You have violence. Oh, it lays a foundation for some of the gunfire we've seen just in the last two weeks on police officers, for example. You push people into enough poverty, they get angry, and they will strike out whatever it is that's close by that they can strike at. Part of this is contrived, though. I mean... Alfred, and you know who helps them? The mainstream media. They think that Black Lives Matter, which is funded by George Soros and invited to the White House, and you have to believe that uh, that white people or white cops are hunting down black people and executing them. That's what you have to believe to believe in Black Lives Matter. 
Now, did we were, did, were there well-documented stories of uh, drugs flowing into African-American communities along with everybody else's community? You know, the San, San Jose Mercury Times reported that was, you know, shot himself twice in the head in a, uh, in a uh, suicide, uh, but exposed the CIA bringing in all these drugs. Did they build all kinds of prisons and privatize them and then need people in the prison to make some money? Yes. But, but, but that's one aspect. The other aspect is, you know, they're blaming the cops. They're blaming the law enforcement. That's false. You know, the system, and this is uh, Hillary Clinton's law and order, and the, and, the, and the things that went on, according to Catherine Austin Fitz, in the Clinton administration where, you know, they screwed black people. But they think black people think the Democrats are their fan, friends. Uh, They're no more their friends than the Republicans. At least the Republicans get the idea that everybody has to be raised up. You didn't see this stuff going on in the Reagan administration. Now, took on a lot of debt. We tripled our national debt from $900 billion to $3 trillion, which was a huge boost, a huge move. But you didn't see this time. going on in the 80s. Why? Everybody was making money. Yep. yep. That's why. That's not happening right now. Again, this no, goes it's, 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 all the money's going to the top, and whether you're a Democrat or Republican, this Trans-Pacific Partnership, I'm glad to see, they're not going to be able to get a vote in this thing. Incidentally, and let me make sure that you all get this whole TPP thing. Uh, if, when you were in Congress, this is, this is reported in many sources, that as a congressman or a senator, you, could, you had to go into a room, you could not take a pen and paper. You couldn't take your cell phone. You couldn't take one of your staff members. You had to read the thing and put it down, and you couldn't talk about it. Yep. It's a secret trade deal. So when I see you know, in USA Today today, they're writing about the trade deal, and they say, oh, hey, uh, party of free trade uh, you know, beats a retreat, and they start talking about the TPP. Really? Let's see it. Oh, yeah. It's confidential, according to um, according to top uh, Democrats and Republicans. I heard Paul Ryan say, "Oh yeah, it'll be released in four or five years. Uh, four or five years when it's no longer classified. Classified? That's trade treason. That's a secret trade deal. You can't even talk about it. Anybody? It's just like the whole Iran deal that we now find out they can build a bomb faster. Let me ask you this: Are there any inspectors over there? This was to stop the military application of Iran. They Dicked around for this for five years, you know, France and Germany and China and uh, and uh, the U.S. and Great Britain, and we can't let the, them get a bomb. And are they inspecting any military sites? Have you heard any? They've been doing this a year. Have they had any inspections? Did you read about any? Nope, haven't heard a word. Uh, do you think? Uh, are there any inspection reports? Hey, let's see this deal. Let's let's say, take a look at. It. Are there any signatures? No. Uh, <laughs> have you put out anything in the deal? Are there anything in writing? Have you? Uh, how are they able to write an opinion about the Iran deal? And there, it's there's no nothing been released about it. How could you do that? Uh, let, tell you what, just give me the inspection reports. You do. They've been doing this a year. You do have inspectors here, right? Excuse me. You don't. You said you were going to inspect. You're not doing that either. But and then back to the cops, back money? to this thing where that we're going to blame the cops for policy of both parties. And here's the front page of USA Today. Today. This is, and this is, should have been marked an op-ed piece. They're passing this off as a news story. Army seeks bomb, B-A-L-M, bomb, you know, like a salve, like a soothing salve. Bomb for veterans rage. And they bring up these two guys, uh, you know, Long in, uh, that, uh, in Baton Rouge and the other guy, the Dallas shooter. And they were both in the military. And, well, you know, 40, you know, 
40% of military people have issues with anger. Wait, whoa, stop. I mean, you're not going to bring up that they were part, they were a partial to a nation of Islam? I mean, you're not going to bring up that both these guys made yeah. outrageous yeah. racist yep. statements, yep. like, you know, the guy in Baton Rouge calling people crackers on his homepage, and the guy in Dallas saying, I want to shoot white people, especially white cops. I mean, that didn't factor into it. I mean, that but a no, part of the Black that, Lives Matter thing didn't factor into this. I mean, it's the army creating monsters. That's the front page story of today's USA Today, which anybody who has a copy, please cancel the subscription as soon as you can. It has ceased being a, uh, a, an actual uh, a place to get actual unbiased uh, uh, news, objective reporting. How it, does it, that it, been, happen? They got this on the front page. Army seeks bomb for veterans' rage. I mean, that's what's killing cops, veterans' rage. Or the president talking about, hey, he did stupid things up there in the beginning. You know, the guy from Harvard who wouldn't show his ID that got arrested in his own house. He wouldn't show his ID. That's why he got arrested. Somebody, Some neighbor called in. And then, you know, these guys, both these guys that recently killed, which started this race, m- most recent thing, both were armed. Castillo yep. was waving a gun around, and the cops came to take it away from him. And they ended up rolling around on the ground where they wouldn't give up the gun. Well, that's something that did not appear. That was not clear on the video, that's for sure. Well, they don't show I, the full video. Well, I understand you can't see the whole thing. I they only show that, they only show the, what the, the image that that appears. They show you the image they want you to see. Misunderstood. Yeah. Let's I, take a break. I think he had a more gun. commercials, I, Greg. Got to take one more commercial break. Uh, I'm Alfred Adams here with Melody Cedarstrom on Financial Survival and our guest Greg Hunter and we'll be back in just a moment. Please stay tuned. condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one-pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. 
If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. I'm Alfred Addis here with Melody Cedarstrom on financial survival with our guest Greg Hunter from USAWatchdog.com. Greg, what do you think is the more important story, Turkey or the the eighty uh, some deaths in Nice, France? I just think it's more of a a theme with the the shooters, which were linked to Nation of Islam. Yep. And the Nice thing, and they, you know, and that's the other thing. They, you know, the mainstream press wants to taint this. Wants to, what that does want to say. They, uh, you know, I, I got a newspaper here that says uh, truck plows in, truck driver plows into, into uh, people. And uh, here, 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 this is another another phony thing from USA Today. This is supposed to be the nation's news. Why do I pick on them? They have they're the biggest uh, newspaper supposedly in the country with 4.3 million subscribers. And I used to work for them, which is sad because they weren't like this. Truck plows into crowd, killing dozens in France. Really, it was the truck's fault, like Christine, the movie, you know, the car that drove itself. The truck, the truck did it. The army did it. Same thing with rifles. Well, and here we could go up to the, uh, there's a, there's a website called uh, religionofpeace.org, and they list all the attacks and how many thousands of people and what the attacks are and how many attacks have happened. Uh, and I want to get back to gold. Before we end up, I want to get back to gold. All right. All right. Uh, and it's the uh, but but there's a there's a website called. Uh, hold on, let me let me get it for you. I want to tell you how many. Here we go. Islam. Yeah, the politically incorrect truth. The religion of peace is the website. And you go down here and say, uh, Jihad report, July ninth, two thousand nine. And this is just for this year. Attacks forty one, killed three hundred and sixty four, injured four hundred and ninety one. Suicide blast six countries thirteen. This is keep people keeping track of the attacks. Yep. You know, Bastille Day, eighty four dead. Kazakhstan, an extremist shooting, shouting, uh, raises uh, Allah murders the civilian, three policemen, uh, ten people blown away by a suicide car bomber in Yemen, Syria. Oh, what about the uh, the hatchet attack in uh, in Germany with a guy screaming Allah Akbar? What is that? One place violence too? I had one of my clients. Um, she's originally, oh, I can't, I think she's originally from Germany, and she still has friends over in Germany. And her friend told her that in their newspapers over there, there was an article, and you don't, you don't again, it, it's a small area, small, new, small newspapers, and there was a woman murdered in her home. Uh, I believe her throat was slit, and on the wall was written something in Islam, you know, Allah Bakar or whatever they say. And yeah, Allah it was, and, and And she says, you don't hear any of those stories. She says, so there's a lot more going on over there than what we are told as as we know but there's a lot of there's probably a lot of those stories 
we are engaged in a war right now, and we have people who should be reporting that fact to us, and instead they're insisting that there's no war going on. I guarantee the Muslims know there's a war going on, and yeah. the, the, the West wants to sit back and say, oh, no, there's no holy war going on. Uh, watch and see. You know, yeah. We're going to believe it. We're going to believe it. It may be just before we get our heads chopped off, but we are going to believe in the war. It's, uh, well, I have a friend of mine um, in North Carolina. He started, and he's just not even a big gun, gun guy. And he tells me, hey, man, do, and do you think I'm crazy? I said, well, what do you do? He says, well, I'm, I got a pump shotgun. I got it behind my, my second seat in my SUV. <laughs> and I'm just afraid one of these crazy Muslims is going to do something. I, I want to have, I want you know, I don't have a concealed carry yeah. permit, but I will, have a, I will have a shotgun. And I'm thinking, ah, actually, dude, uh, I hate to say this, but I don't think you're crazy. He's yeah, not a felon. He's not going to rob a store, and you know, doesn't have kids. And but think about that. People are tell, you know coming up, going, I, I want to run around with a shotgun. <laughs> Holy cow! I saw a report just today from France, where one of the French politicians is is saying that the French people are getting ready for a civil war. Now he bases that opinion on the fact that the local gun clubs have increased membership from 200 to 800. That's a leaf in the breeze. That doesn't prove anything. But in his in his district in France, there's 800 people at a local gun club where there was just a couple of weeks ago there was only 200. Yeah. He sees people are getting ready to. This is going to yeah. turn violent. Well, and the I only mean, way out of it is somebody's going to have to start telling the truth. This is this idiocy in, in, in socialism world over there, where they wanted the socialism wet dream, where they constantly get more and more people to pay into the socialism uh, scheme for the older people. And, you know, I, Merkel just thought that, the, you know, Mohammed would come in and, uh, and work, and uh, we could just get new workers, and, yeah. uh, you know, because they all believe in abortion and all that, and they can't figure out why their populations are, are dwindling. Uh, and, uh, you know, like we've had, what, how many millions of people? Sixty. Uh, 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 almost 60 million, but then there's also other Aborted. forms of, of things that have happened. But anyway, 60 million, 60 million, you know. Aborted, if I understand correctly. That would be over the course of the last, what? I Since don't know, when did Roe v. Wade come in? The 50s or the 60s? No, it was the 70s. No, Roe v. Wade, 70s. 70s. That's going to get turbocharged. Tens of millions have been, and when we lost those children, we lost the people who would be mowing our lawns. All right, we not lost forever. The that would be paying the Social Security, Security so we're importing all the lawns. You know, they'd be doing the work that we're bringing in illegal aliens to do today. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So there's a price to be paid, and we are all to some degree responsible on this. And we well, need to I'm straighten not. ourselves out. Well, yes, we are. According to Catherine Arthur Fitz, we're all responsible, but most people aren't, don't even understand what's happening to them. So I don't see how they can be responsible if they're that damn in the dark. Most people, my family thinks I'm crazy. I don't even mention this stuff. They're going to know what I know at some point. But, um, you know, it's uh, what they're. And, and it, what really shows me we're getting closer and closer to the end is the stuff they're doing. And let me close with this because I want to get this in. And it was a point that. Uh, one of the many points, and uh, I'm not trying to plug my thing, but one of the many points, he says, listen, let me tell you about the trend. The, the big trend is this, negative interest rates, which they can't get out of. 
they start raising rates on what, what we got twelve trillion of debt, or they start raising rates. Think about this now. Even if they, even if you got this, you know, treasury, all these treasuries sold at one point seven, one point eight, and one point nine. Even if they, even if those, think about this. Not just the negative ones, but the whole bond complex, which is orders of magnitude bigger than uh, than the stock market. If they start raising rates, if the Fed funds rate, if the if the interest, the actual interest rates on bonds goes from one point seven to 2.8%, which we've had in, you know, not that long ago. If it goes to that, you're going to have 40, 50, 60% wipeout in all these quote unquote assets. They can't do it. So negative rates and the low interest rate environment and the increasingly declining, or they have to keep going. They have to keep working this down. They can't just hold it. They got to keep it pushed down, down, down to negative view. We're going to have a 10 year 1% treasury uh, being forecasted next year. That's the most positive mega trend for gold and tangible assets ever, ever in our lifetimes, ever. Right there. It's going to make the 1970s uh, up to 1980 look like a blip on a chart compared to what we have now. And the other thing is, is even if rates raise, then you got asset destruction. What happens to gold if rates rise? They, it could go down, but it doesn't get destroyed. The bonds get destroyed. Nobody will want the bonds. I mean, they, they, gold's not going to go from 1300 to you know six cents an ounce. The bonds could. See what I'm saying? Huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, during the Great Depression, cash was king. And many people have heard that. The you had any cash to spend, to gold. you could get some hellacious deals. But during the Great Depression, the cash was silver. Our, we had gold-backed money until 1933, yeah. four years into the Great Depression before the money was not backed by gold. And it was backed by silver throughout. The cash that was throughout king the during the Great Depression was silver. It was backed by gold throughout the Great Depression. It went from twenty dollars and sixty-seven cents an ounce to thirty-five. That's yeah, why on, maybe on the international quite. market, it continued to be backed by gold, but domestically, gold was removed in thirty-three. But it continued to be backed by silver. So my well, point yeah. is, okay. in the event of an economic depression, <clears throat> we're going to see the odds are we're going to see cash is king, and they're going to look back and say, "Wait a second, I think the silver is cash." I think this gold is cash, and I think people are going to figure that out. Not a guarantee. Just like the uh, forklift company that says we're going to take gold and silver as payment. My God, you could be very busy, um, you guys there at uh, Discount Gold and Silver Trading. Um, so I don't know. It's it's uh, unbelievable. It's really what we what we have seen is never we've never seen this in ever in our in the history of economics. We've never seen this. We've never seen this. We've seen them debasing currency. We've seen we've seen big crashes. We've seen you know all this other stuff. We've never seen quite what we're seeing now with the derivatives and the debt and the electronic trading and the speed of of the crash and the speed of the trading. We've never seen this. This has never happened. And there's you know, so Greg, many so many factors involved in this, and it all makes it more uh, uh, fragile. And the speed of which which it could collapse is is stupefying. It'll be in nanoseconds, not in you know, <laughs> in seconds. You know, in in Great Depression seconds, it'll be in nanoseconds. It will be un, it's un, you know it's so the machines are in control of the markets uh, now anyway. You know the uh, logarithms. You know the high yep. frequency trading. 
You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what's going to happen. And you don't know when it's going to happen. And the other thing is that we have these big geopolitical concerns. Uh, let's just go no farther than Turkey. And they're claiming that the U.S. was responsible for this coup attempt. The EU is saying that Turkey, that Erdogan uh, uh, basically um, uh, staged this coup attempt to grab power, is what they're saying, in the EU. But, yeah. but make no mistake, uh, you know, this is some real problem for the United States, as it's been reported. There are 50 nukes at Inserlik Air Force Base that the U.S. is supposed to control. That's a key ally. And, uh, you know, they could move, they could leave NATO and become uh, Russian. They could, uh, they're definitely not going to become part of the EU if they go into full-blown dictatorship and tyranny, because uh, they're required to be, uh, you know, a democracy. Uh, they could kick the U.S. out of Turkey. They could try to confiscate the 50 nukes. Oh, that's just Turkey. That's just Turkey. Well, my understanding is this pushes them closer to becoming an Islamic state rather than a secular state. They have well, been largely they have to be a secular. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah. I mean, who knows what they're going to do? And that's the big question. That's, that's the big thing. There are so many unknowns that all by itself, the number of unknowns should make people nervous. Because any one of these things could be serious enough to take down the system. We don't know what's going to happen, but it seems virtually certain something bad is going to happen. And take down an inherently, a a, a, uh, provably, incredibly weak system. So, you know, any, you know, if this would be the 70s, you know, Turkey flipping over, it may not be that big of a deal. This ain't the 70s. This ain't Kansas. Yeah. So it's yeah. an incredibly, inherently weak system. Look at all the machinations they're doing to try to keep it propped up. They're trying to, uh, I mean, some people say, well, you know, we're going for a cashless society. Do you know uh, how much business is still done in cash? Uh, they, I mean, we would, we, would, we would fall into Mad Max anarchy if they tried to pull the plug on cash that fast. So I, I don't know, folks, but, but the probability and the math and the, just the surveying of the current situation is incredibly weaker than any time ever in history. More debt ever, ever in any, any time, and maybe it was be, maybe before the days of the flood, but that's something that we didn't even, you know. I mean, this is, uh, in recorded history, it's, we've never seen a time like this. And I don't want to sound like a preacher, I don't want to sound like, but this is biblical. This is going to be no small event. This is so big that, you know, you see this clickety-clack, wickety-whack coming down the railroad track. Now, everybody looking at it, if you care to look at it, and if you have enough courage to look at it, you can see we're headed for serious trouble. And the point is, everyone, it's incumbent on all of us to do what we can to protect ourselves because it's clear the government is not going to help us. No, they may have some buddies. special interests they're going to take care of, but I don't anticipate they're going to take care of me. I don't expect they're going to give Melody much help. <laughs> no. And I doubt that you're you're commanding much of theirs. There's, oh, we're going to have to help Greg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so I suspect do that we your can. business is, is uh, going to be fairly stable, and I think there could be a time when it really uh, picks up. And it may pick up to the point where you you hold your, you know, you hold your inventory. I mean, yeah. if you start having limit-up days, you may hold your inventory. I don't know. In meaning the inventory of gold. 
That's yeah. right. I mean, if you yeah. start having limit up days and you start having won't be the first work. won't be the first time. I mean, there's been some, you know, interesting like situations this, in the coming, past, but not like this. This is global. Yep. Yeah, there were times when we would have problems and they might be national. Or they might have a problem in a foreign country. But right now, this whole thing, we are all in the same boat. And if it goes down, everybody on the face of the earth is going to be damaged. Greg, yeah. we are out of time. We have to thank, thank you, you for coming on the program. Always enjoy talking to you. Um, I'm Alfred Addis here with Melody Cedarstrom on Financial Survival. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, the good Lord bless you, me, Melody, Greg Hunter, and Frank, the producer. Bye-bye. and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one of four 
$149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. show, ladies and gentlemen, for the 13th day of July 2016. It is four minutes past the two o'clock hour. Again, I'm live. And you're listening right here on the American Voice Radio Network, which means you should go to theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. That is the website for this network. And when you get there, Get yourself into the chat room. Several people in there right now. I see Melissa Roxanne in there. Hello, Melissa. Clint, how are you? Gene, hello. Nanya, I think I saw Nanya somewhere chirping in. Let me see. If not, hello anyway, Nanya. And to everyone else, if I missed anyone else uh, in the chat room there. Frank, hello. Uh, what else? I have, a, I have a website, conditioncriticalshow.com. ConditionCriticalShow.com, you should go there and you should check it out. I do have one post up there new. I was working on another one. I mean, I am working on another one, and I'm going to talk about it somewhat uh, this afternoon, uh, although you can't see it. And I apologize for that. It just takes time for me sometimes uh, for some of these things. I don't know if you can tell the, the tone in my voice. We're, we're in some deep stuff, guys. Uh, we just are. We're in some deep stuff, uh, it's, and it's really messed up. 
And uh, I just don't know if, if enough people care, you know, about what, what's going on out here. And, and I, know, I, I know how that might sound, and, and I'm not trying to indict anybody, but at the same time, I guess I am. I asked Frank to do me a favor. Uh, now, first of all, I'm going to try, try not to go too postal this afternoon, uh, number one. Number two, if you're easily offended, you might want to turn uh, the volume down uh, during the songs because uh, you just might want to do that. And because uh, I'm, I'm just going to try and pull no punches today, uh, you know, uh, you know, without going too postal. So, Frank, if you would, please, could you fire up that disclaimer? Would you please? The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Okay, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble here, so if anybody's going to get in trouble for what I'm about to present to you this afternoon, it's me, Jay Shanahan, and, and, and they know where I live. And I'm speaking mainly right now to one Barack Hussein Obama, that dirtbag, faggot, half of a black guy president, or who calls himself a president. You got what you wanted there, didn't you, Barack? With your little boyfriend of a, of a wife there, you got what you wanted, you got your race war. This is what happens. This is what happens when you have nearly eight years of race baiting. This is what happens. You have niggers rampaging in the street. He can't even call it what it is. Now, what am I talking about? Well, I mean, I could talk about a whole host of things, but right now, what did I mean by that? Well, he went to the, to the uh, memorial service in Dallas for the, um, for the murdered police officers, and he couldn't even say that. He mourned. He mourns their deaths. He didn't. He couldn't even say murders. How come we're not calling this guy that did it? What was his name? I don't care what his name is. How come we're not calling him a, te- a terrorist? How come this isn't being called a domestic terrorist event? How come it's just being called an incident or a mass shooting? I think, as it was reported in the uh, Associated Press, I'm not going to try and muckrake too much news here, but it's. An, but it, you know, I may have to. And just let me go to my bookmarks here. Uh, before the show, I had to, uh, <laughs> luckily, I got out here in time and had to do a, a reboot because my old trusty laptop here was giving me fits. And so let me, uh, that's not what I wanted to do. Uh, okay. One second, fellas. That's, see, this is me. Uh, <laughs> this is me. Here it is. Obama pays tribute to Dow. Okay, at least the right one kind of showed up. Where was I? I got distracted because I, I hit something I didn't mean to hit. So, uh, yeah, there we go. All right, hold on, guys. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. Well, I hope I didn't. Give me a second here, uh, guys. I did something. Uh, Talk amongst yourself. Hold on. All right, guys. Sorry about that. I'm completely distracted now. I apologize. I I, I accidentally hit 
open all tabs, and, of course, that created a bunch of chaos there. Let me get back on track here, fellas. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about how when Obama went down to, uh, to Dallas and, you know, he couldn't even he couldn't even say what it was. I mean, it would actually happened, you know, and, you know, that, that five police officers were murdered. They were just basically assassinated, you know, in cold blood. And he, you know, he talked about it just like the deaths of five police officers, you know, and again, I'm, I'm my post isn't finished. And I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm completely kind of disoriented now because of what I just did there on my uh, when I clicked uh, something I wasn't uh, supposed to there. Uh, Hold on a second. I got to even get back into the chat room here. So just give me a second, guys. I apologize. That's live radio for you, though, and leave it to me to mess up uh, doing something with a computer. So it's funny. Somebody just asked me before my show, am I ready? And I said, well, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. There we go. Uh, yeah, racist in chief. Thank you, uh, Gene. And again, like I'm saying, uh, or like I have said, uh, this is what happens. Okay, when, when you have, and I, you know, call it eight years, he's nearly done. Thank God we're nearly done with this freaking jack wagon. But this is what happens when you get, you know, nearly eight years of, of race baiting. Look, uh, we've heard about the Dallas, or not the Dallas, the Detroit detective, Detroit, Michigan detective who was demoted. I don't think he was fired yet for saying something about the Black Lives Matter terrorists. And that's, I think that's exactly how we referred to them as terrorists. And that's what they are. The Black Lives Matter movement is nothing more than a terrorist movement. It's nothing more. They're nothing more. They're not protesters. They're not activists. They're terrorists at, at, at a minimum. At a minimum, they're terrorists. But they're certainly rioters. That's all they do. That is what they do. There was a study that came out I mentioned it on Al's show when I called into his show yesterday, and this was from a black fellow. He's a professor, and I'm paraphrasing, and I was on Al's show because I don't remember all of it. But he came out, and he, he, he did an extensive study over years about, and we've all heard it before, and it's just the truth, and I don't care if it's unpopular to talk about or to repeat, and that is that far more white people get killed by the police than do blacks. And I know you're going to get the whole thing, and you're going to get it mostly from the niggers, but you're going to get it from freaking stupid white people, too. And that is, oh, well, there's just more. That's because there's more white people. Hey, shut up, dummy. Look, there's more black people in prison because they commit more crimes. And, you know, just because they're, you know, think about it. They're 13 maybe percent of the population, but they commit like 80 percent of the crimes and probably 90 percent of violent crimes out there. Those numbers don't lie. That's why they're in prison. Well, anyway, this guy came out and said, and, and it's the truth. And he's not the only one that, that has said it. And it's not an opinion. It's fact. You know, that's what happens when you do things. That's why you have these studies, right? They have these studies, and they, they, they get in all this data, and they, they, you know, they crunch it, and they, they correlate this, and they do that, and boom, they come out with this. They come out with facts. And see, the niggers, they don't like to hear that. Well, too bad. You commit most of the crimes. Well, anyway, in, in this study, again, he, he, he said that how more white people, and it was, it was diametric, or not diametric, it was overwhelming, uh, the, you know, the, the numbers, you know, the disproportion is what I'm trying to say, uh, that where white people get killed by cops. But he did come out and say that blacks, between the ages of like 18 and 35, both male and female, are more likely in a police encounter to get handcuffed, tased, uh, maybe 
pushed down or so forth and so on. And now, excuse me. Now, he didn't say why. He didn't expand on that or elaborate on that. But I did when I heard that. I said, yeah, I know why that happens. That's because niggers are righteously indignant all the time. There's nothing you can say to a nigger, okay? It isn't racist. And that's just the way it is for them. I'm going to play some audio here, and it's from my favorite two hosts. I know, but it's, again, it's, you know, these guys are just, I mean, they're just too good. The material that they, that they spew is just, you know, it's too good as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to bounce all back and forth. I want to focus here real quick on, on this, you know, because I mentioned the uh, Detroit cop, right, who, who got demoted because he called, the, 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 he called them what they were. They're a bunch of freaking nigger terrorists is what they are. Now, there was a Seattle police officer, and he's the president of their guild, and he resigned. He, or he is going to resign because he tweeted something, and then he retracted it like a freaking sissy. But anyway, he tweeted something like, well, you know what? I could probably find it. Uh, with his, it's been deleted. Uh, I thought I had it here in one of my news accounts. Give me one second. Let me see. It was something like, uh, I'll get into that. See, this is this this nonsense. This is just we're, we're, this is this is madness. I mean, what's what's going on right now, Mister President? You freaking nigger is madness. You know, you can't even read the news headlines. It's unbelievable. I got this one headline I may get to. The headline is, hashtag all lives matter is racist, critic says. I had a, I had a discussion earlier this afternoon with someone close to me and, 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 and talked about that. Oh, well, they're not all that way and, uh, you know, and this and that. I'm like, really? I said, you, get a sign. I dare you, get a sign uh, and write all lives matter on that and then go to a Black Lives Matter riot and, and hold that up and see what happens. There will, they will beat you to death. Okay. Well, where was I going? See, this is just what I mean. Okay. The, uh, uh, here's another one. You guys heard of the Pokemon go game, the new game, the new craze. I've looked into it. It's kind of like geocaching and I, I, I actually like geocaching. Okay. But it's kind of similar to that. It's this virtual reality thing on your phone and it's a Pokemon. I, I was never into Pokemon. I don't get it. But it's apparently really popular, right? Well, here it is, playing Pokemon, playing Pokemon Go while black. And this is going to be an article right? that I'll perhaps get to. This is what I mean about the madness. And I'm going to play some audio here. These people are out of their minds, and you're not going to appease them. It just ain't going to happen. There is a solution, though. There is a solution, and I'm going to get into that. I've just got to find this... Uh, what this uh, Seattle Police Officer Guild president said, oh, man, it, uh, let's see, two bailiffs, uh, Democrats there. Yeah, Obama calls for respect. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I don't, here it is, Seattle Police Officers Union, dude, here it is. Uh, hold on, this is from King 5 News. Seattle Police Union Chief quits after Facebook post following Dallas shooting. Let's see if they, officers uh, in our prayers. Okay, here's all this guy said. Now, it's really small, so bear with me. Oh, I can, I can expand it just a hair. So what, hold on. What does that say now? 
Here's what it says. This was the tweet from the Seattle Police Officers Guild president. Now I'll get to his name here in a second. This is what he said. This was the tweet. Or no, actually, this was on Facebook. Dallas Police Department and their officers are in our thoughts and prayers. The hated or the hatred of law enforcement by a minority movement is disgusting. Heads in swivels, brothers and sisters. That's what he said. Again, I'll repeat it. Dallas Police Department and their officers are in our thoughts and prayers. The hatred of law enforcement by a minority movement is disgusting. Heads and swivels, brothers and sisters, meaning, right, whatever. That's all, he, that's all he said. Oh, but that'd be racist. We can't have that. We can't call things what they are. Is it not a minority movement? I'm sorry, did I miss something? But he's resigning, see? And he retracted it, and now he's got the whole apology tour going on. It's madness, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's absolute madness. And who can we thank for this? Again, who can we thank for this? Well, it's these, that creep in the White House. That freaking creep punk in the White House. He got what he wanted. You, you don't think that's what he didn't want in the first place? He's been drilling for a race war since he's been in there, and I don't understand why, because he's not even a black guy himself. But he just goes on and on and on. Again, I find it very odd that they're not calling what this, this guy did in, in, in Dallas. He, he murdered them cops. I can't believe they're not calling him a terrorist. But see, they, he won't do that. And apparently nobody else is willing to do that. Oh, did you know that the former Miss Alabama? Yeah, I have that right here. Former Miss Alabama. How much time do I have? I have a little bit of time. Yeah, the former Miss Alabama. Let me find that. Hear what she said? Let me find it. I'm using three devices here. Uh, give me a second. There it is. First black. It's unbelievable. So it's, just, it's madness. First black Miss Alabama caused Dallas police shooter a martyr. The first black woman to be named Miss Alabama called Dallas police shooter Michael Xavier Johnson a martyr in an emotional Facebook live video Sunday. Kaylin Chapman James, who was crowned Miss Alabama in 1993, sent in a Facebook live video that she decided to speak out about her conflicted feelings toward the incident. The incident in Dallas after much prayer. The incident? So it's an incident, right? That's just an incident. I thought an incident was, uh, you know, I dropped my glasses and stepped on them. Or uh, I was driving to the store to get a gallon of milk and, and rear-ended uh, the lady in front of me. You know, or, you know, I was at the checkout line and, and, and dropped a jar of pickles. Now, I thought that was an incident. I thought that was an incident. But I thought, you know, shooting police officers sniper style Okay, I think that's a little bit more than an incident there, you freaking retard. But anyway, I'll go on. And there's a picture of the there's a picture of the nigger right there. You can't see it, but I can. <sighs> Quote, I'm dealing with a bit of guilt because I don't feel sad for the officers that lost their lives, she said. And I know that's not really my heart. Really? James said while she values human life and knows the officers had families, she can't help but sympathize with Johnson, the lone gunman who killed five police officers. I'll restate that. The lone psychopathic terrorist who murdered five police officers 
and wounded nine others Thursday. This would have been last Thursday in downtown Dallas. Quote, I can't help but feeling like the shooter was a martyr, she said. And I know it's not right to feel that way because uh, nobody deserves to lose their lives except white people at the hands of niggers, except them, right? And I know those police officers had families, and she's being a bit rhetorical there or redundant. James, an Alabama native who lives in Miami, said she believes that many people feel the same way. No, miss. No, many people don't feel the same way. Just niggers feel that way, and you're one of them. Goes on. I'm so torn up in my heart about seeing these men, these black men being gunned down in our community. Really? 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 You might want to check your facts there, miss. Let me find something here. Give me a second. Where do I keep this? Is this it? That's not it. Hold on. I'll find it, what I'm looking for here. Uh, it's a particular bookmark that should be somewhere on one of my <laughs> handy-dandy uh, bookmarks here. That's not it. Uh, it's always see. It's always good to be prepared, right, uh, ladies and gentlemen? This is from uh, New Nation. Let me just see if I can find it. Yeah. Here we go. Black man being, excuse me, gunned down. This this is updated uh, frequently, by the way. You can go here yourself. It's called New Nation News. I'm just checking the time. Okay. Yeah, black man being gunned down. Okay, let's see here. When was this? When did this happen? Black black teens black teens face charges in connection with Lincoln, Nebraska shooting deaths of two apparently white men and the family dog, Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln police will charge another suspect in the murder of 32-year-old Christopher Coleman this past April. Uh, Markle Steele, 17, will be charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, robbery. Anyway, it's just on and on and on and on. And this is now, that's just one headline, and this is updated. Uh, this is updated often, guys. So you can check it out from yourself. You know, and I don't have to read them all. There's countless, uh, uh, what is it, uh, articles or, or whatever you want to call it on this website about the, the, the murder uh, and rapes and whatever you want to else call it, uh, assaults. Uh, robberies, you whatever, man, of white people by blacks that happen hundreds, hundreds of times a day. And, and it doesn't happen that often the other way around. It just doesn't. And again, it doesn't matter what you do to these people. And, and you know, it's fine. You know, the niggers are going to be, that's, you know, as somebody close to me used to say, niggers just be niggers. You know, that's just what they're going to do. You're not going to change their mind. You're just, we're not going to change. And I, but look, I don't want to. I don't care about them. But what gets me is these, these, these stupid white people that think that they can brown nose these people and suck up to them. When they wouldn't dare, they wouldn't dare. Although they'll criticize somebody, oh, you shouldn't say all lives matter. That's so racist. You're being so, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, uh, you're not. You know, showing the right kind of support and empathy to the to the niggers there when you when you, or I mean the African Americans there when you do bull. But again, these are the same people that wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare, dare, dare hold that kind of a sign up uh, at a uh, at a at a protest uh, march or whatever you want to call it. I call them riots because that's all they are. That's all they are. Where was I going? I want to play this audio before I run out of some time here. I got a little bit of time before the break. No, actually, I'm going to wait till after the break, guys, because I don't have enough time, because I want you to hear 
some of this audio. I, I apologize if I'm going all over the place this afternoon here, but I'm just uh, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I've been speechless like all week, just watching the madness unfold, you know, watching how our leaders, and that's what they're supposed to be. I get that they're not, but that's what they're supposed to be, watching them wring their hands because they, you know, and this is to be, be the white people. You know, forget, again, the niggers like Obama and, and, and Loretta Lynch, the, nig, the nigger ants or whatever you want to call them. Forget them. They're going to be who they are because, remember, niggers be niggers. It's the white people. It's the white politicians out there. You know, what, what's, what, is, what is going on? The madness, I just don't understand it. Why don't you just let them into your house, man? Oh, we can't have that. You know, do you think that, that any of these politicians, like Hillary Clinton, for example, here's a woman who has nothing but contempt for black people and probably calls them niggers yourself. Yet, I, I just, I have no words for the madness. It's just a complete and utter madness. Again, the music for this afternoon, guys, uh, could be a little offensive. Uh, not to say that uh, it wasn't planned that way, because the time... To be offensive and to offend is is right now. Because nobody apparently wants to do it. We all want to kind of lick around the edges. And we all kind of want to really not say, you know, we, we really don't want to say what's really going on in this country. Oh, because it might be racist, you know. We, you know, we, uh, excuse me, we, uh, we censor ourselves. Most people do because they're cowards. They got no spine and they're sissies. And I got no use for people like that. I got no use for people that can't call a spade a spade. It needs, it's going to take more than two or three or five or eight people speaking their mind and saying enough. That's enough. We're not putting up with it anymore. You're going to shut up. You're going to sit down and you're going to shut up. And if we don't say that, we're going to continue to get freaking robbed, beaten, murdered, and pushed around by these niggers. Because we don't want to call it what it is. Yeah, Pokemon Go while playing black. I'll get to that one. Just give you a kind of a, a, a little taste of what's going to happen there in the second uh, part after the break here. Playing Pokemon while black. Yeah. Let me find it here. And that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I just <laughs> See, it's madness, man. That racism around every corner and in every nook and cranny. You know, it's, it's bred into them, ladies and gentlemen. And you're not going to unbreed it out of them. It's too late. It's in their DNA. They got to go. They got to go. And I'm going to get into that, too, after the break. And, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, I've got some of them actually on my side. See you after the break. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa where they belong. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa. They ought to get the hell out of America and leave the white man alone. Like this, they don't like that, they're never satisfied, and that's the fact. 
function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. 
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
partaking while we have to give to Coontown. All right, folks, welcome back. Second half of the first hour of the Condition Critical Show. I'm your host, Jay Shanahan. You're listening right here on the American Voice Radio Network. It is the 13th day of July. In the year of our Lord, 2016, 37 minutes past the hour. One second, check a message. Uh, Okay, guys. Let me continue on. Let me just, I'm going to play that audio. I'm going to get to it here, but I want to read from this article here. This is what I was trying to do in the beginning of the show when I accidentally hit open all tabs and it went haywire. This is from the Associated Press. And now this is, I'm pulling some of the comment. I'm going to pull some of the commentary, my own commentary from the blog post that I apologize for not having finished. I was working on it uh, for quite a while, even before the show. It will be up this evening, I promise, and you'll want to check it out. It's from the AP. Obama pays tribute to Dallas officers shot in racial attack. See? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's the headline. Well, at least the headline, or at least the headline is a little more indicting. At least the headline is a little more indicting. Now, why did I say that? Well, listen up. President Barack Osama urged Americans rattled by a week of violence and protest to find open hearts and new empathy Tuesday in a speech that seesawed honoring police officers for their bravery and decrying racial prejudice that can affect their work. See, it doesn't take him long. It doesn't take them long to get to racism. It just doesn't take them long. That's what I mean. It's bred the hell into these people. I'll continue. Osama, now that's what I call him. Uh, That's what I've always called him. And actually, do you guys remember when Ted Kennedy, you remember him, Uh, the, the late, Dirtbag Senator Ted Edward Ted Kennedy, remember him? He, and it's funny, you could probably YouTube it. He uh, called him Barack Osama once. So anyway, I'm not the only one. Osama spoke, spoke near five empty chairs for the white officers. Now listen, for the white police officers killed last week by a black man seeking vengeance for police killings. White police officers killed. Now why not murdered? Because that's what it was. They weren't just killed. There's a difference. Dallas police officers Hold on a second. Uh, uh, Killings behind him, underscoring his message of unity. Dallas police officers, a racially diverse church choir and local officials who ranged from black police chief David Brown to former President George Juggers Bush, a Dallas resident. Obama sought to reassure the nation that he understands the impact of the unsettling events of the past week. The unsettling events of the past week? How about the unsettling events of the last eight years, you freaking dirtbag? Now listen, including the killing, listen now, including the killing of two black men by white police officers, right? As well as the Dallas attacks. Now let me say that again, and you tell me if I'm taking things too far or if I'm just kind of looking for something that isn't there. Including the killing of two black men that they specify as being black, because they say it's two black men by white, they have to say white police officers, as well as the Dallas attacks. See, the Dallas attacks, they were just attacks. And why not say as well as the murder the, or the assassination of five white police officers by a terrorist nigger? Well, I know they can't say that, but terrorist black guy. Look. Well, I'll just read on just a little bit more. It is as if the deepest fault lines of our democracy have suddenly been exposed. 
perhaps even widened. Well, there, and now see, I know he knows what he's saying. I believe me, he knows what he's saying when he identifies us as a democracy. But what he should have said was, I'll restate it. This is what it should have said, or he should have said. It is as, it is as if the deepest fault lines of our republic have suddenly been exposed. Okay, he needed to replace, you know, but of course his speechwriters aren't going to do that. Now, I'm not going to read any more from the article, because it's sickening, and you can, I'll post it in the chat room. It's going to be on my blog later. It is already there, but I'll post it, uh, my blog, and you can, but anyway, here we go, I'm going on and on. Let me send it. There it is. <clears throat> Look. The, you know, the memorial service down there in Dallas for those murdered cops was no place for the president to bring up the Black Lives Matter rioters and terrorists. It was just no place for him to do that. But he did it anyway. I mean, what a dickhead. You know, I apologize for that one, but it's just got to, it had to be said. What a, what a freaking dickhead this guy is. He's our, this is our president. He, we elected him twice, man. It's unbelievable. Now, yeah, I mentioned in the chat room, I want to just kind of talk about this just for a second here. I have time. The robot, okay, that they used, and th I read this. I, I didn't make it up. The robot that they used to, to take this dude out contained a pound of C4. A guy, actually, a guy at work told it to me, and then I looked it up. And, I, and when he told it to him, I'm like, a pound of C4? I'm like, there couldn't have been anything left. I mean, they had to have vaporized the dude. I mean, whatever. They got to take him out, I guess. But a pound of C4? Okay, whatever. Anyway, I'll move on. I'm going to play now for you some audio. And this is an example, guys, of, the, of these niggers. Okay. And I'm using that word today a lot because it needs to be said. We need to distinguish between the blacks and between the niggers. Okay. And the niggers are over, overrunning us and they're stifling even their own race. The blacks, the normal people, you know, just the regular folks, just the regular blacks out there with their actions. I mean, that's a mild word to use. And it is bred into them. It's bred into them to be racist. They are inherently racist. They just are. It doesn't matter what you do. I, I, I can't say it enough. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're not couching your words around a nigger, you're a racist. I mean, you can't even have a general conversation with a, with a nigger because you're, you, you be racist all the time. Check this guy out. Uh, let's see, audio levels. Just let me know, ladies and gentlemen, if it's too loud or that you can hear it. Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien. Well, we now wait to see what happens next after the police shootings of... Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, and of course the shootings of five police officers, actually 12 police officers, five of them uh, fatally in Dallas. In the Seattle Times over the weekend, Marcus Harrison Green wrote a piece. Marcus is the founder and executive editor of the South Seattle Emerald. You uh, had a line in here where you said, I fear this will be just the beginning, not only nationally, but in this very city which despite its liberal sugarcoating has deep-seated issues of racism just like any other. That sounds ominous to me. What do you mean by that? You know, honestly, here in Seattle, we sort of, you know, have this reputation, obviously, of this liberal bastion. But I think the unfortunate thing is that nobody really wants to say is the S-word, that we very much live in a segregated city in the sense that, you know, that's, I believe Seattle is the fifth 
greatest metropolitan city in the United States, and yet it has the most diverse zip code uh, within it in the United States. So that means that you have people who have historically been isolated from the city geographically, but also you've had their concerns, their issues, the things that they need, they feel they need to be addressed, also isolated from the city uh, in terms of representation. You mentioned you went to the vigil on Thursday night before this, the shooting in Dallas took place, and you, you couldn't bring yourself to stay. Why not? It just felt uh, like a rehash of <laughs> something that I'd seen before and something that I would more likely see again. Yeah. The same chanting, the same... This it won't happen again, and it inevitably does. It's, it's, it becomes a point. I remember talking to a friend of mine where he said it's you know, this sort of the definition of insanity is doing something over and over again and expecting a different result. This sounds to me a lot like the 60s when um, we had the riots in Watts and then it spread around the country, and uh, people in those neighborhoods armed themselves. Uh, people, young people, my generation, white and black, called police officers pigs because we were angry for various reasons. For white people, it was Vietnam. For uh, black people, it was actually some of the same things that uh, we're seeing now. I mean, we're talking about 40, 45 years ago, this kind of thing was going on. Why are we back there again? Uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's a wonderful question. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. I was at uh, Rainier Beach High School not too long ago at a civil rights uh, assembly for MLK Day, and it was in a workshop, and uh, they were flashing uh, pictures on of the civil rights movement during the, the 60s and 70s and flashing some of the signs. And one of the students actually mentioned, they said, are those from today? I think that uh, a lot of the, the thing is that we sort of have, you know, fallen fallen off guard in terms of realizing that it's because some individuals within a race, if you will, have been able to obtain, you know, certain status, whether it be the president, whether it be the Supreme Court justice, what have you. I mean, that doesn't attack the underlying issues of the structures and systems of racism that, whether somebody is racist or not, will uh, allow for racist outcomes. Okay. If you want to hear any more of that, you have to let me know. I can't stand listening to it. You know, racism, guys, it's like the war on terror. That's what it's like. And, you know, it's like you, you there's no such thing, right, as terrorism. Or actually, well, there is, but like the war on terror. You know, you don't have a, you can't have a war on, con- that's what racism is. It's, it's, it's completely, you cannot, you can't, it's, it doesn't exist. It is completely made up. And if he wants to whine and bitch and moan about the segregation and how they feel isolated and detached from their communities, or at least some of the communities around them, they need to look, they only need to look at themselves. This country, this nation, white people have bent over backwards trying to appease these niggers, and it just isn't working. It doesn't matter what we do as white people. We are never going to appease them. It is painfully obvious that we cannot coexist. And that is not white people's fault, because we have tried as a race. We have tried there, blacks. But see, it doesn't matter. Like one of the songs said, give them this and give them that. And they're just going to complain about this and that and this and that and that and that and this and that and you and me. Still, on and on and on and on and on. I mean, how much more? How much more? You know, I'm one of these fair-minded guys where it's like, okay, I'm pretty fair-minded. Uh I'm pretty fair-minded. You know, let's just maybe we'll do, maybe we'll go another inch or another 
foot, right? Or another mile. But but at some point, at some point, and and this is the point that I want to wanted to make is that is that no more, no more. In fact, the point of no return was probably thirty years ago. But certainly, we've certainly people more people need to be able to see that we have passed the point of no return. And if you think things are going to get any better, they're just not. Each and every day, this administration empowers these rioters, these terrorists, to assault, and they just, it's open season on white people. I mean, look, man, the guy said it. What's his name again? Michael Xavier Johnson or whatever, the, the murderer that murdered those cops? He said it. He said it. I want to kill white you know, police officers mainly white police officers, and that's what he did. That's what they do. But yet we're not calling him a terrorist. What else do I want to get into? I wanted to, you know, the, you know, the madness about this, and, and if nobody else pays attention to it, I just don't understand. You know, again, it's like one of those things. I know people are just the baseball games on, and I just want to be, you know, entertained over here. I don't know how you can be entertained, man. You know, we're getting shelled over here. You know, we're just getting shelled. Where is it? I mean, it's laughable. I mean, I, I just, the headline is laughable. Playing Pokemon Go while black. Uh, fear stifles the fun. That's a sub-headline. Fear stifles the fun. Omari, uh, what's his name? Omari Akil says he couldn't wait to play Pokemon Go until he went outside for 20 minutes. Akil, a writer and business systems analyst from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, spent five minutes enjoying the game, including one minute trying to look at as pleasant and non-threatening as possible as I walked by a somewhat visibly disturbed white woman on her way to the bus stop. Now, see, what does he mean by that? That's what I mean about them. They see it everywhere. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter. I mean, maybe the woman was just having a bad day. Maybe she just had an argument with her boyfriend or her husband. Or maybe uh, she's having problems with one of her kids. Maybe she's having trouble at work. Maybe she bounced a check. You know, maybe she had other things going on there, Amari. But no, see, you took that as you. That's what they do with white people. They just take it. You're a racist. That woman's a racist. She looks disturbed. And it's obviously because of me. It, you, you're the one that needs to change your attitude. This woman doesn't even know you. And you're indicting this woman of being a racist. That's because that is who you are. <clears throat> Excuse me. On her way to the bus stop. I spent the other 14 minutes being distracted from the game by thoughts of countless black men who have had the police called on them because they looked suspicious or wondering or wondering what a Second Amendment individual or exercising individual might do if I walked past their window or third floor for a fourth time in search of Jigglypuff. I guess that's a Pokemon dude. Alkia wrote in a piece he published on Medium. I guess Medium is uh, some kind of moronic social media platform. When my brain started combining the complexity of being black in America with the real-world proposal of wandering and exploration that is designed into the gameplay of Pokemon Go, there was only one conclusion. I might die if I keep playing. (laughs) What are you going to do, man? You know, you're not going to change. And this is how old is this guy? You're not going to change this guy's mind. I don't know if they give his, his age here. Let's see. But if that's a picture of him... That doesn't, that doesn't, that just looks like a generic picture. I don't know how old this guy is. 
But you're, we're not going to change. Let me just continue because here we go. For the most part, Pokemon Go is a fun is all fun and games. Yet for some African Americans, especially African American men, their enjoyment is undercut by fears they might arouse suspicion with potentially lethal consequences. Look, okay, forget about the article. Look, like I said at the beginning of the show, the reason why more black men are in prison is because they commit more crimes. That's it. That's not because white people are racist. I don't rob grocery stores. I don't hold up convenience stores. You know, the reason some black men might get shot when they're in an encounter with the police is because of what Michael Brown did. Remember him? He's the guy who uh, his friend lied, committed perjury to the police and to a grand jury by saying he had his hands up and was saying, don't shoot. When, in fact, he was charging the cop. And he was like he was like a, 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 a an NFL sized, uh, you know, offensive lineman type dude. So the cop had, you know, he felt like he had no choice. That's why black men get shot by the cops. Now, it appears Alton Sterling, look, man, just go to the facts. Don't take my word for it. Same thing with the other guy up there in Minnesota. I'm going to get to the police, too. I am going to get to them. I am going to get to them because they are completely militarized and they are off the hook. I mean, like I just said here, like I commented on about the comments in the chat room. I mean, what? Really? You're going to use a pound? A pound? of C4 to freaking blow somebody up? Man, that's what we do in Afghanistan. That's how we root out insurgents, right? That's how special forces operators, like I used to be in the Ranger Battalion, that's how we root out insurgents, man, with a pound of C4 on a robot. That's not, we don't, what, so now we're employing those kind of tactics, those kind of militarized-style tactics, our police force is employing them right here in the good old U.S. of A.? Nice job, Obama. Nice job there, you dickhead. Nice job. Where was I going with that? Oh, the article, Pokemon uh, Go. Well, there you go. I'm not going to read it, read any more from it. You guys can check that out for yourself, too. It's all over the Internet. And it's just it's just one thing after another, guys. And I see we're kind of catching up to the break here for the end of the first hour. I'm going to attempt to shift gears in the second hour. Uh, I want to talk briefly about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that witch. She came out uh, criticizing Donald Trump. And, you know, you know we, don't, we, we don't have enough rope, I don't think, in this country, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I think we just don't have enough rope in this country for the amount of nooses that we're going to need to hang these politicians and these Supreme Court justices for treason after their speedy trial, because each and every one of them, each and every one of them need to be hunted down like the dogs that they are and taken dead or alive. And even if they, even if taken dead, they still need to be hung. You know, I might be overkill, but it, I think it'll set, set a message. Hey, man, this is what's going to start happening to you guys. Okay. If you don't get the message, we're getting tired of it. And I do think the American people are really getting tired of it. You know, it's taken eight years. I know, I know it seems like, I mean, it has been a long time, right? And, you know, Obama, he, he doesn't get it. He's like, man, I don't get it. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, do all this race baiting, you know, thinking that maybe I would, you know, but see, people are rejecting it, man. People are just rejecting it. I, I, you know, sometimes I talk with a little bit of despair and say not enough people are, but I, at the same time, I kind of do think maybe some, it, maybe finally people are starting to get it. I think people are just really, really frustrated, man. They're growing tired. They're going, okay, look, man, enough is enough with this race baiting stuff. You got to stop it. 
Mr. President, you know, you got to knock this off, man. You're not helping things. You're hurting things. You're supposed to be the president of the United States of America. That means of all people. But he's only been the president of niggers since he's been in the White House. Not black people, mind you. Because he doesn't even like them. Unless you're a militant nigger, he doesn't care about you. When I start the uh, second hour off, like I said, because I believe that I have uh, uh, supporters, they need to go. They need to go. And there is a movement out there, and you've probably heard of it. Uh, Let me see if I can find it here. You've probably heard of it. Where is it? Uh, Here it is. Let me set it up before the break. Exclusive new Black Panther leader. Blacks need to migrate to five southern states form country within a country. That's the headline. It's from Breitbart. I'll get to it after the break. Uh, And you know what? I'd like to talk to this guy. I'll be like the white ambassador because there's going to have to be some negotiations here, right? Because we're going to, if they want five states, I honestly don't care which five they take down there. It doesn't matter to me as long as they're gone. But there's going to have to be some stipulations, and we'll get into those stipulations. Uh, What's his name? What's his name? Babu Owamu. Oh, whatever the heck. Got some kind of goofy African name. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. Uh, Let's just call him Bob, you know, because that's my generic name that I use for everyone. So after the break, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll get into that. I'll see you guys after the break. We hear it all the time, but it's not really federal aid all the money is yours and mine. Now, I'd like to think that my dollar helped out, and so would everyone 
without any doubt. Cause it's really our money we place in their trust. So federal aid hell, the money belongs to us. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. obligations or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out? When life is too much to handle, use Apothecary Herbs Emotional Stress Formula. Feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope. Complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee. You've waited long enough. Call Apothecary Herbs now. Toll free 866-229-3663 That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the3ws.thepowerherbs.com. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
it doesn't, but it does give a uh, link to it. Let me post this for you in the chat. You guys want to listen to it, too, and then I'll continue on. Let me uh, post this link to this article that I'm reading from uh, in the chat room. Let's see. Sure, post. There it is. Let me continue on. Omo Whaley used the interview to claim five states as belonging to the black nation. <laughs> black nation. Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, and Georgia. Again, I don't care. Just whatever, dude. Whatever. I don't care. Because goes on. The revolutionary stated, we just need to start migrating back to those states and taking control of the economics in those states. And I'm going to get to that. If black people move in, most definitely white people will move out. Well, uh, yeah, see, even he gets it. So it's not a hard process for us to have our own country within a, within a country. No, it's, it's not there, uh, whatever your name is, but we're going to get into it. I just want to read from your article a bit more here for the folks uh, tuning in. Omawele is also co-founder of the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, a black militant gun group named after uh, black uh, what is it here? After Black Panther Party founder Huey P. Newton, according to reports, Dallas shooter Micah, or Mike, yeah, Micah uh, X, which is Xavier uh, Johnson, liked the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, and Omoeli has said that he recognized Johnson from Black community events in Dallas. A uh, riots. That's what these means. That's that's like double speak for riots. Black riots in Dallas, not events. Riots. Asked by this reporter what his group's endgame is, Obama, Omawele uh, replied, and I've already said that, uh, how he wants the five states and blah, 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 and they need to start migrating back and this, that, and the other thing. It goes on. For now, however, Omawele states that the goals are much more short-term. There is no way that we can totally separate ourselves in the United States of America, and we are aware of that. We know that we are, now listen to this, we know that we are owed land, we are owed monies, we are owed restitutions, and we are owed reparations. That's what he's saying. That's going to be a continuing process. What we are saying right now is we want to control the economics in our own community. Well, you could already do that, uh, but you don't. And that's why you have cities like Detroit. That, that's why. When you have black-run cities, uh, it looks just like Haiti. And that's not white people's fault there, dummy. I'll go on. What we have right now is that we want to uh, we want to control the black dollars, the money that goes in, the money that goes out. We want to control the politics in our community. If a politician is not bringing anything to the table for the better, betterment of that community, we are not going to vote for the, these particular people. Well, you're, you've been doing that. You put Obama in office twice, and he ain't done jack squiddly for you there, dummy. But you know, you know, you probably already know that. <laughs> what our people are learning is what we call the the public fool system, not school system, where they are teaching and misrepresenting the true history of the black man here in the United States. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, and again, I'm not going to read more from the article because now I want to, you know, if he's going to be, if he's calling himself, what's he calling himself here? The defense minister? Yeah. He's calling himself the defense minister for the People's New Black Panther Party. Well, I'll just establish myself as, let's just call it the, the uh, uh, the I know there's the Brit X, I hate that term, but whatever you guys are, the black X, the black exit from the United States. Now, I'll, 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 let's call me the, you know, the negotiator for uh, the other side there. You know, okay, they want those five states. Fine, take them. And it'd be real simple. It'd be a real short conversation with this, with this jack wagon. Because here's the thing. Okay, once you're gone, you're gone. Now, you have to understand that. 
And of course, he's going to go, yeah, that's what we want. That's right. We want left alone. We are okay. I'm just saying. So you're, you understand. Just I want you to be fully aware of the fact that once you're gone, you're gone. And what that means is you're not getting anything. We're going to, in fact, we're going to build a, a wall around the, you know, we're going to build a wall. However, we have to do it to keep you out because there will be no, uh, there will be no interaction further. None. Zero. No trading. No nothing. No visiting. No nothing. Once you're gone, you're gone. You understand? You guys want to be on your own. You think you can do it, but we already know that you can't. You know, hey, that's just the way it is. Again, go look at Haiti. Go look at any black country. Go look at any black-run city, and it's a, it's in shambles because they don't know how because they're because they don't know what they're doing because they're savages because they're not like us. And so there's no money. And again, I'm a fair guy. Look, what's it going to take? $100 million? Hey, fine. The Federal Reserve prints that up. The snap on my finger. Just like that. Fine. $100 million. There you go. $500 trillion? There you go. There, that's it. That's all you're getting. Okay, so I'd be willing to go that far. You get this, and that's, that's it. No more. We're going to build the wall, and then we're going to disconnect the line. We don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, no, in about six months, and it probably wouldn't even take that long, uh, they would be clamoring over trying to get back over them walls to get around some white people so they could have some things. Because now, see, because once they really had to do it on their own, well, I mean, we already know that they can't. Again, we already know that they can't. Just go to any black neighborhood. Do I have to say it again? I can go up there to South Seattle where that, that jack wagon, the audio, audio that I played, he mentioned Rainier Beach High School, and so forth. It's a terrible, terrible cesspool of a place to, to go in the city of Seattle. And it's because black people live there. It's not because white people live there. White people don't go there and throw trash in the streets. White people don't go there and, and throw rocks through windows. Black people do that. The black people that live there. White people don't go to, to, into that town, into that part of uh, Seattle, and, 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 and assault white bus drivers. I mean, why would they do that? Black people do that. White people don't go, go down there and rob the convenience store and murder the, the, the black uh, proprietor of that convenience store. White people aren't doing that. Black people are doing that. And you'll have the same thing happening there, whatever your name is, in the five states that you so, uh, uh, that you so, mo- so much want to have and that you think once you get them, everything's going to be just all peaches and cream. Because until you change, until you change, and that's all they talk about, I mean, that's the kind of, that's somewhat of the narrative out there. Change, we just want people to change so we can all get along. But that's really not the case, and I don't want to go backwards. But for him, though, until you, until you change, and see, they're not, though. It's impossible. It, it's going to take generations. It's going, because it took generations to get where we are right now and for them to get where they are now. These are, these are, these are despicable, disgusting, vile people. That's who the black people are in our, in our nation today. But no, not all of them. Let me requalify that. The niggers. And, and you know what? And I'm sure, that there are other, I'm sure that there are black people out there that feel the same way. There's a couple of gals, and they have a YouTube channel. I don't know the name of the channel. I'm guessing it's their names, and I think they go by, oh, now it's slipping me. Diamond is one of them, and it looks like a mother-daughter. Uh, Diamond, and what the heck's the other gal's name? Uh, you know, I'm guessing if you just Google it, two black chicks, 
something like that, YouTube, Diamond and somebody else, you know, I've watched some of their commentary. And, you know, they, 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 you know, even though they're speaking Ebonics, and they are speaking Ebonics, that's just who they are. Uh, their, their, uh, their, their, their commentary or their rants, you know, are, are pretty common sense. You know, because, like I said, even black people, even black people get it that these niggers got to go and they got to knock it off. Yeah. It just it leaves me speechless. You know, I want so much for this to end. Uh, you know, my latest article, my latest uh, blog post is just real simple. I do these things called random thoughts from Bob. And, and it's got like a picture. Just check it out. It's got a picture. And matter of fact, just to make things somewhat, you know, easy here. But, uh, I have another good one up where you guys should check out. And I'll maybe get into that. Uh, let's see. There it is. Let me just post the link for you there to this uh, latest blog post. Uh, it's pretty short. This is how I feel, though. Uh, and, you know, that's what a blog is, really. Uh, it's just how you feel. And it, that, I think that says it all. You know, violence, enough is enough. You know, and then I went on to say violence. I mean, and really, guys, how's it working out for us? You know, and who's the, who, is the, the, who is the responsible for it? You know, that's, if, 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 if you get nothing else from my show today, and I might just be, pre- and I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir mostly here, who, you know, because you guys all know who's responsible for it. It is Barack Hussein Obama and his entire racist administration. I mean, just look at the people that he has uh, placed within his administration from the beginning. From the beginning, most notably his two attorney generals, Eric, the, the, the dirtbag holder, and Loretta Lynch, who is a complete, a complete farce and a disgrace. And I'm going to get to her, too. On my blog, I'm going to write a similar article like I did about Hillary Clinton, Musco, and James Comey, you know, because it needs to be said. But just look, from the very beginning of his administration, the people that he has put in, in the, those positions, and again, you know, uh, at the fore of that are his two attorney generals who have done nothing, who have done nothing but stir up racial hatred in this country. Nothing. That's all they do. Everything is racist. Justice Department investigating this thing and that and this and that, taking over police departments. Who, what governor, what town, what city would allow this racist administration to usurp their authority? Well, I know why they do it, though, because they don't want to look at they don't want to look. Oh, but we're see, we're not racist over here. Like the governor of Minnesota after the shooting up there last week, he immediately called the Department of Justice to have them take over the investigation. Because why? 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 I know. Again, I'll tell you why. Because he's a coward and he's spineless and he doesn't want to be called a racist. People are just afraid to be called a name. You know, it's amazing what people are afraid of. You know, and you would think it's just like your grandmother used to say or your mother. And I've said it before. I thought sticks and stones uh, would break your bones and the name should never hurt you. But just even the thought. Just even a whiff of being uh, labeled or identified or called a racist shuts people the hell up and makes them do things that are completely irrational and stupid. And that's where we are. Let me get a drink here, gentlemen. So our so-called leaders, all 536 of them, not including or including although that number doesn't include the, uh, the, the Supreme Court justices, 
killed us. For what now? I know that's no shock there, huh? Really? No, Jay. Really? Yeah. Which is one thing, you know, hey, man, again, I'm a fair guy. Hey, if mistakes are kind of made and, you know, we can, you know, we can, we can, you know, improve and, 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 and look back on that and say, yeah, well, we're going to improve over here and do, we're gonna do something. But no, no, not, not this administration and not any future administration either. It's done. America, as we knew it, has always really been gone. And it has been for probably, you know, 250 years, but certainly in the last 75, 50, you know, years. And it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And, and now it doesn't get worse just a little bit at a time, guys. Now it gets worse exponentially, you know, it, like compounds. The, it's, it's so immense. With, it's, the, the, the problems in this country are so immense that it can never, it cannot be fixed. So I applaud this nigger for wanting to have five states and call them their own and the blacks can go live there. Because that's where we are. That's the only way we're going to fix this thing. You know, there's another organization out there, the Northwest Front. They call for a white nation here in the Pacific Northwest. You can check it out. I listened to the gentleman's podcast. His name's Harold Covington. I was going to have him on my show. Perhaps someday that'll happen. That's where we are. We are broken. We have, we just, you know, there is no, you know, in the infamous words of Rodney King, there is no, we can't just all get along. It ain't happening. We're different. It was, and it was never meant for us to just all get along in that way or to coexist or to intermingle with one another. We are just different. And again, now that's one thing to just be different, but then to, but to make stuff up. And that is really not, not really, that is what, the niggers do. That is what they're doing. They just make stuff up. You know, if they, if, if they even, if they don't get a whiff of not getting their way, they just make stuff up. Oh, uh, not enough blacks at the Oscars last year. Racist. Uh, not enough blacks in major league baseball. Racist. Not enough blacks in NASCAR, you know, National Association stock car, you know, the racing, you know, right? Not enough blacks in NASCAR, racist, bigots. Not enough blacks in our colleges and universities, racist, bigots. Uh, not enough blacks, uh, you know, in the Congress or, or on the Supreme Court, racist, catch my drift. When they only have to look, when they only need to look in the mirror to find out what's wrong in their communities, they need to look in the damn mirror. Because white people are getting sick and tired of it. And you might want to consider something there, blacks. You might want to consider something that there are way, way more of us than there are of you. And there are something like 300 million guns in this country, privately owned. Now, what am I saying there? Well, you, 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 you think about that. If you can, I know that was kind of complex right there to connect those dots. That might be a little bit too complex for your feeble mind. And if it is, maybe have somebody explain it to you before the poop hits the fan. 
I'll love it when you have your own country. I think it'll be great. I think that NASA should do live streaming. It'll actually be quite fun to watch the chaos. It will be. It'll be fun. And I'll laugh. I got no problems with you killing yourself. That's what you do. I got no problems with you raping your women. I got no problems with it. That's what you do. And it'll be fun to watch. It'll be, you know, we could turn it into like a game show here and on, on the other side of the fence. And it'll be a lesson for everybody. See? See? And I know there's some liberals out there right now wringing their hands. Oh, my God, listen to this guy. He's such a racist. Right, because you're a jackwagon. You know, if, if you can't see, if you can't see, if you put your hand in front of your face and you can't see it, then you are in pitch darkness. And that's for you stupid white liberals out there that think, you know, and now I'm not talking about the politicians because they have an agenda. The Hillary Clintons and the, the, the uh, George Bushes, and yeah, the, Don, the Donald Trumps. Yeah, they have an agenda. I'm not, really, I'm not talking to them. They're a different kettle of fish. I'm talking of just about people, general people, residents, citizens, whatever you want to call them. Those people that wring their hands, you know, and, and get on the news and get on these uh, uh, call-in radio shows or, or do whatever, and they're, they're, oh, it's so bad, and, and uh, you know, I feel so bad for the blacks, and we shouldn't do this, and shut up. Shut up. You know, you're pathetic. I've said this before, too, that, uh, that uh, blacks have far less or far more respect for even what they, you know, call a racist than they do people that try and suck up to them. That's just a fact. That's a, just a fact. Now, okay, it's an opinion, but it's a strong one. Okay, I don't have any, like, empirical evidence or data uh, to prove that. But I believe that it's, uh, you know, I, I strongly believe that that is the case, that they would have far more respect, excuse me, uh, for somebody like myself that can just call a spade a spade, you know. And then at least they know who they're dealing with. And how refreshing is that, by the way? You know, I'm this one not to beat around the bush. And so I'm glad that this guy, excuse me, this guy here, oh, this whatever his name is, that wants to form his own little country there of, of niggers, uh, you know, is, is being open and, and frank. Sorry about that, you know, about what about how he feels and, and, and what all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I see we are catching up to the break here. Uh, let's see. Okay. And we have a, we have, well, we have another segment to go. So what I'm going to try and do, guys, in the closing segment of my show this afternoon is kind of tone it down just a bit. I know that's going to be hard to do because there's just so much bad news, you know, and, uh, you know, the name of my show isn't the name of my show uh, for just, you know, by accident. You know, when I first started my show or even before that, you know, I had to pick a name. Right. And it didn't take me long. It really didn't. You know, I didn't like have to really I didn't like have eight or ten of them or like a dozen of them. And I pared them down. It didn't take me long. I mean, it like popped into my head almost immediately. Condition critical. Because that's where we are. That's where we're going to continue to be unless we wake the hell up and smell the coffee. Enjoy the music. I'll see you after the break. 
It's coming down. It's coming down. The new world order training armies on our ground. With soldiers dressed in black and blue to aim the cross.
people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, folks. <clears throat> Welcome back. Last part of the Condition Critical Show, my live show for Wednesday, 13th day of July, 2016. 37 minutes past the 3 o'clock hour. I'm out here on the Pacific Time Coast. I'm up here in the state of Washington, and you're listening right here on the American Voice Radio Network. Let me just continue on. Again, I'll get into some administrative stuff here at the end of my show. I will, uh, I'll have to leave some time uh, for that. Let's just move on. I think I've uh, hammered the point home about this whole madness uh, that is going on. And, but, and, but there is more. I mean, there's a lot more. Perhaps tomorrow I'll talk about it. Because, again, guys, it really does need to be talked about in, in, a, in, in, in a way such as it is or such as I'm doing. Uh, there's only one way to stop madness and to stop evil. And you, uh, you have to fight it. You have to really fight it hard and you have to attack it. Okay. This is now, this is just different. We're just switching gears. This is from the USA Today. And when I saw this, it's just funny. It's laughable. Okay, what am I talking about? Here's the headline. Why the ruling on the South China Sea is significant. Now, did you know that a U.N. tribunal uh, has come out against uh, China's claim to uh, a significant ownership, if you will, uh, of a portion of the South China Sea? Now, what, what is so, what's kind of funny about it is, now think about it, the South China Sea, right? Let me say that again. The South China Sea. Well, China has, China has no right to that, according to the U.N., you know, it's funny, don't really need to read from the article much. An international tribunal ruled Tuesday that China can't legally claim ownership of 90% of the South China Sea, an area roughly the size of Mexico. It also said China violated Philippine sovereignty under U.N. law. Who, well, who cares about them? And they're asking now, the question is, uh, is raised, why is it significant? Well, Brunei, China, Malaysia, the Philippines, Taiwan, and Vietnam have overlapping claims in the region. It's the first time an international tribunal has delivered an opinion on the disputes. The Philippines filed suit in 2013 after China forcibly took control of Scarborough, Scarborough Shoal, which the Philippines claims is within its, within its exclusive economic zone. And then the, the, the next question is, does it matter? Well, China refused to participate in deliberations and says it does not recognize the ruling. And while the decision can't be enforced, it will have an effect on future negotiations. Okay. I had a guy at work, uh, the same guy who uh, informed me that they used a pound of C4 to freaking blow up a dude. Uh, you know, uh, terrorist. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, militarized police uh, style. Anyway, <laughs> he said, what do you think about this China stuff and, and all that there, Jay? And I'm like, you know, uh, you know, we talk a, a big talk when it comes to China and like North Korea, and like uh, Russia, and like Iran, right? But we, uh, do you see us attacking them? You know, the big, bad United States of America, do you see, do you, no, you don't see us attacking them. Why? Well, look, even, even Barack Hussein, Osama, Obama isn't that stupid. No. See, we just go after like uh, third world savages in Afghanistan, and and, and the Sudan and different places like that, and Libya, and, and, and yeah, you catch my drift? You know, Pat Buchanan has raised the question more, uh, uh, you know, elaborate, if you will, than I have, is that, you know, we're drilling for war, you know, just like Obama's drilled for his race war and he's got one, you know, we're going we're gonna to screw up, okay, or they're going to, not me, okay, it's them, it is them, they're going to screw up. 
and they're going to get us in a, in, in a real war there, ladies and gentlemen, and it isn't going to be pretty. So I just kind of wanted to bring that to your attention today. I'm not big into, or I'm not the best commentator when it comes to all the geopolitics that go on out there, but this is troubling, you know, when we just keep meddling in the affairs of some of these people, like Russia and like China and like North Korea, you know, because them guys aren't going to play. And that's, and again, that is why we don't go after them and we haven't, like, set foot. You know, you don't see us uh, deploying, uh, what do they call them, uh, observers, like, if you will. Uh, in their countries, right, or military advisors, <laughs> right? How, 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 what do you think that would go over? You know, yeah, we got a problem uh, with Guadalajara down there, so we're going to send some military advisors down there to freaking wreak havoc on their country and steal their natural resources and, and what have you, and just, you know, create chaos and, and, and undermine their currency and blah, blah, blah. That's what we do, to, you know, to third world savages, right? But we're a bunch of sissies when it comes to dealing with China, uh, North Korea, and Russia. That's just a fact. Now, I said I was going to get to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Let me find that one. Uh, Where is it? Here it is. And there's been several articles about this. This is basically the latest one about what she said. She came out, and when I first heard about it, I thought, that's kind of unprecedented, don't you think? But it really just shows their stripes. You know, and this woman, this creature, and she is a vile, vile disgusting person you know, she is she she is the she isn't the necessarily the spawn of satan but like of satan vomits right if he does satan vomit i don't know if he does but it, let's just say satan if he if he like after a night of drinking or something i don't know and he like vomited out stuff that would be ruth bader ginsburg so again she's not the spawn of satan she is his vomit let's stay man you are what you are, right? Just Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg faces criticism over Trump attacks. And again, it is unprecedented. The back and forth between Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Donald Trump is getting messy, and critics are saying some things that may be better left unsaid. Really? Uh, Ginsburg has taken to criticizing the presumptive Republican nominee in recent days, saying she doesn't even want to contemplate the effects of a Trump candidacy or that a Trump candidacy uh, would have on a Supreme Court. Because, yeah, they know. Now, I hope he, I, I hope he wins, and I hope he, go, he, he follows through with everything he said he's going to do. And because that's why she's scared of him, because of what he's saying. So hopefully uh, he wins, and hopefully he follows through uh, with what he's saying. First of all, you know, this, but see, it's not going to happen. You know, she needs arrested. She needs taken off the Supreme Court right now. She needs arrested by the Capitol Police. Come on. I don't care if you're 85 years old. And, you know, because what she would start doing is playing the handicap. You know how old people do, right? You know how they do. Oh, but I'm just, I'm just a fragile old woman. No, no, no. See, this is where your alligator mouth got your you know, whatever, you know how the saying goes, uh, you're whatever, uh, in a bind, okay? She put her foot in her mouth. Somebody needs to go shag her, right? And I don't mean the other way. I mean by the scruff of the neck, okay, forcibly remove her from her office. You know, and maybe she could fall down a couple of times, too, you know, on the way to the, uh, to the jail cell, okay, for doing what she did. She had no business doing that, and it needs to be said. The article continues on, though. It's no surprise that Ginsburg isn't a fan, a big fan of Trump. She is known for her liberal views 
and was nominated by former President Bill Clinton. You know Bill Clinton. You remember him? Bill, the I didn't have sex with that woman, Clinton, him, that guy. But justices usually avoid commentating or commenting on politics, particularly politics related to who should be the next president. Or the one likely, you know, uh, and the one likely, uh, or the one nominee likely to, uh, you know, nominate at least, you know, one other judge. So that's, that's the article saying here. But Trump isn't the only one complaining. Many others are calling Ginsburg, Ginsburg's comments inappropriate. Both the New York Times and Washington Post editorial boards called for her comments, or called her comments out of line. The Washington Post wrote, however valid her comments may have been, though, and however in keeping with her known political bent, they were still much, much better left unsaid by a member of the Supreme Court. The New York Times said these comments could force her future rulings to be her future rulings called into question, her future rulings? Are you kidding me? This is one of the most inept people from the very beginning on the Supreme Court. And, hey, man, I don't know. Uh, that's That might be kind of a, uh, a tall, uh, you know, uh, indictment, you know, because you have uh, Elena, is it a boy or a girl, Kagan, and Sonia Sotomayor? Uh, Sotomayor. Sonia Sotomayor. I don't know. I always mispronounce her name, but you know who I mean. You have those two freaking whack jobs, you know, that are pretty incompetent. <laughs> so uh, by saying, excuse me, by saying that uh, Ruth Darth Vader Ginsburg is the most incompetent uh, member of the Supreme Court, well, hey, but hey, look, you've got, uh, you've got, what's his name? Uh, John, uh, what's his name? John, uh, Hillary Clinton has pictures of him with farm animals, uh, Roberts. As well, you have Clarence uh, pubic hair on a Coke can, Thomas. Who else do we have on the Supreme Court? Uh, you know, you, all of them. None of them are competent people. And, and, you know, and to put them there for life. And now, you know, I know the narrative or I know, you know, why or at least why, you know, their version of why they're there for that way. It's like, well, boy, if they had a. You know, if it was just a term or, you know, at, a, at the whim, then they, they might not, you know, and, and, and speak their mind or they might not rule, you know, in the most judicial way and blah. No, wrong. Wrong. When you put people like that, that you've just given, you know, when you give people ultimate power, well, what does ultimate power do? It ultimately corrupts. And the Supreme Court has been ultimately corrupt for probably, well, since its inception. And that's just a fact. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, and I'm just a simple truck driver over here. So that's about all I got to say about Ruth Darth Bader Ginsburg. There's a lot, a little bit more to the article. She really is just a pathetic, disgusting, vile person, you know, and there's a picture of her. And even though she is the vomit of Satan, when I see her, I want to vomit myself. See how that works out there, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? You are what you are. You are vomit, and when people see you, they want to vomit. So I have to stop looking at her ugly mug, because she is a, a you-know-what. I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to spell it. But it starts, or I'm sorry, it's a four-letter word that starts with a C and ends in a T. You can figure out the rest. I can't stand her. But that's where we are in America. That's why I played the Black Sabbath song, Falling Off the Edge of the World. I know I've played it before, but it's very telling. And if you read, if you listen to the song and read the lyrics that go with it, 
I mean, it'll really shock you. It's like, wow, that's where we are. That's where we are. We're swirling the bowl, man. You know, and people seem to be okay with that. I'm not. You know, I'm not okay with being in a bowl, of uh, a toilet bowl full of dung. It's not, you know, I would even say it's, it's not swirling. It's just sitting there. And it's, it's, it's bad enough if, like, if, if, if just one person did their business, right, in the bowl, catch my drift, and didn't flush, right? That's kind of bad enough. But then others, it's just, it's just one after another. One person gets up, another one sits down. He, gets, he does his business, gets up, another one sits down. She gets up, another one, right? On and on and on and on. And we're in that bowl. And, and it's not even flushing. We're not even swirling. I would be happy if it started swirling, actually. So we're not swirling the bowl. We're sitting in it. And I don't get why enough people, what, what? It doesn't stink. There's not enough stink out there for people to wake up. I mean, if that isn't the, the, the ultimate in smelling salts for people to wake up, then I don't know what is. If, if enough people aren't woke the hell up in this country because we're sitting in a pile of dung, what the hell? What's the point? And so I don't care if people don't like what I have to say, or I don't care if people call me a racist, a bigot, or a, a, you know, a hothead. I don't care. Tough. Tough. Okay, because you're in that bowl with me. Okay, <laughs> and I don't like how it smells, and I don't like that you don't like or that you don't smell the smell. I don't understand why that why there's no common sense. Why people just don't seem to be able to get things. You know, how many times do you need to be hit upside the head with a lead pipe? Before you, before you come to your senses and say, man, we got to stop this. we got to put an end to this madness. I'm not holding out any hope. Now, I know it's all written in the Bible. I, you know, these are truly the end days. You know, perhaps nothing can be done. I mean, because it is written, and we're not supposed to change what is written. We're not supposed to add or take away all in the book of Revelations and all that. Yeah. But I've said before, I think God wants us to figure it out before he destroys us. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I don't want to speak for the man. But I think he would rather us figure it out first. I mean, he loves us. He, that's why he created us. He made us in his image. I think he wants us to figure it out, man. I know we're being too stupid, apparently. Not apparently, we just are, obviously, being too stupid, you know. And, see, stupidity always gets you in trouble. You know, like, gee, there's a wood chipper over there. Maybe I'll stick my hand in there. That's stupid, not going to work out. Why can't we see that with what's going on in everyday life? Why do we keep sticking our hand or our arm into a wood chipper? That's what we keep doing. All the niggers are protesting. Oh, we're gonna, I'm going to stick my hand in there like a stupid white liberal. And, and, and what? What? We think it's going to, we think next week or, or a month from now, if we do the same thing, it's not going to tear our arm off? <clears throat> Excuse me. Why don't we stop doing what we're doing? Why don't we stop sticking our arm into a wood chipper? 
And the only way that that's going to happen is we have to start accepting the truth and talking the truth. We have to have a president that's willing to say, y'all over there need to shut the hell up. You're a bunch of freaking criminals. Okay, and we're not going to tolerate it anymore. If there's one more riot in a city in this country, everybody is going to get at least arrested. At least arrested, and you may even get shot, because we're not putting up with it anymore. We are going to turn this country back into a moral and just country, and we're going to turn this country back into something that we can all be proud of. We're going to bring our troops home from wherever in the hell that they are, and we're going to get things and we're going to make things right. That's the leader that I'm looking for. I don't know that Donald Trump's that one. I hope he is. All right, what time is it? All right, look, guys, I'll be on the air tomorrow. Uh, as you all know, uh, I'm going to have to stop doing my show. Uh, I'm going to my work shift has changed, and I don't want to hedge and I don't want to like keep beating around the bush here. But I mean, I am trying to do some backdoor maneuvering here. I was talking today with another coworker, and I mean, so I'm, I'm you know, but don't hold out any hope, okay? So tomorrow's going to be my last broadcast. Uh, it's just the way it is. I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I've been struggling with it. Believe me. Uh, and, it's, and, and it does. I'm, I'm, I'm distraught over it. I like what I do. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what else to say. I've, and I have been kind of putting it off because I've been trying to see if it would work out. But it's just, it's not. Somebody suggested I could do podcasts and uh, send them to Frank. And I'm not opposed to that. And, you know, I would just have to learn how to use the Audacity software and this other CoEdit Pro. There's some different ones out there. It's just going to be a learning curve. And I'll talk with Frank about that. Hopefully he, I don't, I don't know, Frank, if you're open to that, you know, or not. Maybe that's something that we can discuss that maybe I can get you a podcast uh, once a week or something like that. Hopefully that, but that's, that, you know, um, of course, that would rely on Frank being open to that. 